Welcome once again to another exciting session of Deadlands Tales from the Shattered Coast. This is session 42, recorded on December of 2014. We just played session 49 as of July 4th, 2015, so we're just about caught up. Nothing new to report, but a few of you have joined us on our forums and have been chatting away. You can find a link to our forum and feed at bluemagic.com. That's B-L-U-M-A-G-I-K. For now, session 42 in one recording. It's about three hours long. Enjoy! Alright, so we are back with another Deadlands Tales from the Shattered Coast Adventure. This is session 42. It's been about a month since we played last, so... I expect the recaps will be colorful and imaginative. <laughs> Before we start that, we have Eddie Guff, as played by... That's me, isn't it? No, wait. About a month. Yeah. Couldn't remember. Yes, yes you played James, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. No, 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 I'm playing the Doctor. <laughs> Speak up, Chris, and tell us what your cards are. <laughs> um... Oh, gosh, let me find them again. Here they are. I have Rally. Play to cause all allies in sight to hear or, or hearing to immediately lose their shaking status. Bullseye. Play after damage is rolled to double the total of a successful ranged attack. Contact. Your hero sees an old friend or acquaintance who might help him in his current quest somehow. Of course, he may also ask for a favor in return. Catnap. Play when a character has at least a half hour of undisturbed downtime to restore a character as if she had a full night's rest. This resolves all power points and removes all fatigue. And last one is Renown. Play after completing a good deed of some important. Some important. Eh, whatever. You gain a permanent plus one charisma bonus towards those who have heard of you. Typically a 50% chance. Nice. And Sarah Beauchamp, as played by... Hi, this is Sharon. I'm playing Sarah Beauchamp, Doctor Extraordinaire. And my cards are Spill the Beans. The subject of your questioning tells you everything you want to know, whether by friendly persuasion, intimidation, or force. Surprise and repost. Uh, when on hold, play this card to interrupt another character without an agility test. You may immediately attack that character with a plus four to attack and damage. Last stand. Your hero and any adjacent allies gain plus two parry and toughness. Allies who move into contact after the card is played gain the bonus as well. The effect ends when a joker is dealt. Here comes the cavalry. Help arrives on the scene from some source determined by the GM. And you shall not pass. Your character gains plus two bonus to all attack and damage rolls. This effect lasts as long as the character does not move and is not shaken at the end of another character's action. Sounds good. And Luke Villeneuve, as played by... By Jameis, playing the Canadian Extraordinaire. Quick question, but will I remember, did you submit the bug for the two cards of rules? Uh, yeah, I, uh, well, I sent an email to the creator of the, uh, the card set and have not gotten a response, but, you know, <laughs> holiday season and all. Well, <laughs> the ones that he gave me were Hot Iron and Whiskey, play on someone who's wounded, for example me. Uh, one wound is healed, but gains a permanent scar. Minus one if the scar visible. Revelation. Find it all the information we're doing research. Peace. Uh, uh, to improve the attitude of a 
group and an encounter. Doesn't work on true enemies, only neutrals and across paths. Okay, inspiration. Immediately cover all spent power points. And perfect timing. Pay a penny to search through the remaining image deck and take any one card of your choice. Nice. And Young Jean Lu, as played by. Oh, I am Richard, and I will be playing poor, simple, humble martial artist Jean Jean Lu. And my cards are not today. Play when another character attacks you to make it a critical fail. Second wind. Play on your hero to automatic remove all wounds in this, from this combat. Inspiration. Gain plus two to all trait tests for the rest of the round and any friendly characters as well. Uh, arcane spike. Can use some sort of arcane power for free. Rise up, rise up. If we're surprised, we're not surprised and better you than me. When you've been hit by an attack and there is an adjacent character, hey, pass that attack off to the other adjacent character. Mm-hmm. Which good. can't be the person who attacked you, unfortunately. <laughs> and a recap from last time. And uh, I will let you guys fill in as much as you can remember. And for what you forget, I'll fill in myself for my own handy-dandy notes. Oh my so. god, there was so much talking and talking and talking, <laughs> and then we talked some more. Basically, we went to see Norton. Emperor Norton, and... Ooh, the best emperor around. <laughs> and we're talking to him about, hey, how can we legally challenge uh, Creole, who's running hidden in your um, palace? He said, oh, on a challenge. That might be the way to go forward. Uh, we brought up on a challenge. Well, somebody brought up on a challenge. I brought up yeah. on a challenge. Oh. Yes. All right. Oh, shall we write history in case that isn't, isn't true? I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> well, I'm, just, I'm pretty sure I came up because, oh, actually, it's a nice, quick way. We can just short circuit on a lot of talking around with lawyers. On a challenge. I'll shoot you. Somebody was listening in on that conversation, and apparently Quan is spying on Emperor Norton because no, well, he well, supports Emperor Norton and his bid to be emperor because he had a vision about it, which we already knew and I completely forgotten about. Um, but he was still spying on Emperor Norton just to see what was going on. Then I think we went back to the town after that, talked to yep. the townspeople, and they said, hey, we support your standing for us for the honor challenge. And we asked once. And then... And then... Ninjas! Yes. Yes. Ninjas. I was trying to think if there was something else. Uh, they didn't remember ninjas. Ninja. Uh, somewhere between the person who listened to... Norton and Quan, there's actually someone else who said, give Crow what he wants, and what he wanted was ninjas to come after us or something. So it wasn't actually Quan who sent the ninjas after us. From what we can tell, it's probably some intermediary, but we don't know for certain. Oh, and Sarah called up Lawyer McLoington. Yes. And Somebody, I, I played the best result card, so we got a good communication through to him. Yeah, you shouldn't have played that. That didn't work. It's get the it's get the best result on the table that you are rolling on to find all of the items in the place. Not get the best result on the table. Yeah. I thought it was just get the best result on the table. Well that's what the second section of the card says, but if you read the first section of the card 
card where it says, play when you're about to search a place. Huh. Well, it's up to bear. Okay. Well, so, yeah. Yeah. so it may or may not have worked. No. <laughs> yeah. We just hold out until the lawyer turns up. We besiege the palace, the four of us. Yep. Uh, Five. Yeah, so you got a hold of a lawyer uh, who's actually a patent lawyer, but uh, <laughs> was able oh, to... Oh, he's not uh, a patent lawyer. He's a criminal lawyer. He's the one who's defending... Oh, yeah, that's right. He's the the cr- defending the... Creo. Yeah. yeah no. No, not oh, no, Creo. He's defending... What's his name? He's not defending... If he's defending Creo, we have... <laughs> 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 oh, Dana, yeah, Davies. Davies. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. not Davies. He's defending the... Wait, is Davies the name of the lawyer who is defending Creo? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Right. Yeah. Yep. Right. Okay. So I was going to say, he's not defending Davies. <laughs> he's defending um, Shin Shuan. Mm-hmm. Sunshine or whatever his name was. Yeah, Shin Shuan. The yes. Chinese guy who might have died by the time we actually get out of here because nobody's been paying attention. There we go. Right, and so you had an attempted assassination. You did take uh, uh, at least one prisoner, uh, found out what you have said, yes, that uh, they were not necessarily sent by Quan. Quan just instructed his men to give uh, Creo whatever he required. Yes. All right, so I believe that's where we ended. You guys got a good night's sleep. After the ninjas. <laughs> we killed it's a man. Not... Sleep well. Yep. <laughs> I was going to say, it's not a good night's sleep if you don't get attacked by ninjas. Yeah, which means, Luke, give me a spirit roll. How are you feeling this session? <laughs> Find out. Uh, come on, fumble. Fumble critical. Critical fumble. That's what we want to see. <laughs> you die of any uh, die. <laughs> uh, we know what happens if I do critical fumble. No, don't critical fumble. Oh, you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> a sudden renewed vigor in the world this morning. Mm. Isn't going to take like three days or something for us to come together anyway. Mm. All right, so we'll pick up the next morning in town. Um, what do you do with your prisoner? Do you set him free? <laughs> I don't know. Do we love him? <laughs> I. I guess we'll take him back to the palace when we're done. They can deal with him there. In the meantime, he should sit in jail. Yeah, it's easily enough arranged. The jail wasn't the building with the big hole in the side of it. That was the bank. That was the bank. Instead, he can be guarded by the drunken sheriff. Oh, the previously drunken (laughs) sheriff. (laughs) Yeah, but he doesn't mind you... uh, I'm borrowing a cell. That's <laughs> fine. I'm a deputy, I say, flashing. Uh-huh. My badge should be to the sheriff. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he hasn't revoked your deputized status yet, so in fact you are still a deputy. And now I've also been given the legal right to represent the town <laughs> in, in, in the uh, matter of Creo's case, yes. Yeah. I flash the other side of where... <laughs> There's a special badge for that, apparently. Yes, <laughs> it looks surprisingly like a target hat. <laughs> <sighs> All right, uh, Eddie. Uh, I don't believe you were here last game, were you? 
I don't think so. Yeah, so you will stumble back in. <laughs> you'll 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 meet them in the uh the hotel dining area for breakfast. Of course, because they're gonna have steak. Yes. Sorry, I of forgot course. the most important piece of news that was in the last session at all, which will impact Adley heavily. They have closed the bar. <laughs> oh, that's other, right. Yeah, because otherwise... No, it's not so. <laughs> all the bars in town are closed. Yep. And the stagecoach isn't running either, I don't think. <laughs> yeah, because there's no one to man the booth. I mean, coaches are still coming in, but none are going out. At least no new ones are going out. So why they close the bar? <laughs> to prevent town drunkenness. Yeah. While yeah, um, right. we are being looked at for, because Creole is starting the legal challenge and they did not want things. So do I still have my uh, my one bottle of the AAA? Of course. And you can still get drinks at the hotel. This The bar isn't open, but you can still have one served to you with the, uh, a meal. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, that, that's fair. <laughs> I'll have whiskey and eggs, please. Hold the eggs. <laughs> or just crack one over the whiskey. <laughs> whiskey drowned steak. Mm -hmm. Trying to find my little map of the area. Uh, yeah, I'm just looking it up as well. Uh, what do we call this place? Camden. Nope, that's not what it's called on this. Right, okay. Uh, no, it's not on the map because it's a thing. While we're talking about whiskey and eggs, I plug Jack Daniels. Ah, it's under Maps Perdition. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that was the original name of the town. Yep. Yep. yep so you're Jack Daniels. I was saying while we were talking about whiskey and eggs, I plug Jack Daniels uh, limited edition barbecue sauce. It is incredibly tasty. <laughs> Woo! Thumbs up from Richard. <laughs> just like an English person playing a Chinese band on a podcast. <laughs> I have limited edition. Jack there you go. My very first Deadlands game that I ran uh, for a live group, uh, one of the ongoing tropes was the battle between uh, Jack, Dim uh, Jack Daniels, the family, and Jim Bean. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, you're at the hotel. Uh, you've, yeah, you know, you you've gotten your legal advice uh, uh, wired over. Um, so, what now? What now? We go on a shooting spree. Breakfast. Yeah, and yes, you have the use of uh, the jails. The sheriff really doesn't bat an eye at it when you say, "Well, we're going to take him back." <laughs> like, All right, <laughs> whatever you need. Basically throws him in the drunk tank. You know, he, he can hold anybody for 24 hours without any real reason, so... Well, we have... Um, we have good reason. We have <laughs> three unconscious people and two dead ones. Yeah. So, we call the maid service to clean them. <laughs> <laughs> Could you remove these dead Chinamen, please? <laughs> it's number three on the list of turndown services for the hotel. <laughs> yeah. What else do we need to do in town? I know Luke wanted to I do mean, something with Caledonia. <coughs> yes, well, quite. 
Was there anything else we needed to do in town before we... Oh, really? I don't think so. Did, did we notice any stagecoaches place in Norton's palace? Is that uh, like he had a barn that had several that had places for several stagecoaches. Yeah, I'm just trying to remember where we sent our lawyer to go. Because if he's coming here, we should wait here. If he's going there, we should meet him there. Uh, notes I say that he's remember. supposed to meet you there, but uh, that could have been my notes, and you decided something completely different. So <laughs> you can say either one now, but I believe you had him sent there. Come quickly. Need legal advice. Meet on moon. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> you mostly came to town because you had to get the town's permission uh, to be able to stand in for them. Uh, that was the one thing. Uh, see how everyone was doing with the cleanup at uh, yep. the Creo Ranch. So, um, I don't remember anyone saying anything else specifically that they needed to come back for. I said I want to have a good with Caledonia at some point. Yeah, so that's about it. Yeah, and then we're going heading pretty much right back out to Norton's. Yep, uh, Eddie, you're getting closer to the full moon, so you were just off <laughs> doing Eddie things. Yes, yes, I was. <laughs> And then I stumbled back into town. Yep. <laughs> Amazingly, you really haven't been hungry the last few days. Must have been all those people you ate last time. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was. It's they amazing were- how slow those things work their way through your digestive system. It's like fiber that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just stay out of the outhouse after me. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a finger? Oh. <laughs> well, um, if there is nothing else to do in town, then right, unless James is going to do the Caledonia scene, then we're just going to head out. So it's pretty much all on you, James. Hey. If nobody has anything else and nobody said anything, so yeah. Yep. Uh, town pretty much has not gotten back to normal yet. Uh, once again, you know the the major. Uh, major business in town, which was the stagecoach, uh, <laughs> has been shut down. People are still coming into town from stagecoaches, but uh, you know it's not. And no one can step up and take over it. Well, people are too busy with the looting right now. <laughs> there was only the one place to loot. It's not like it's going to last. The Creole, Creole, the Creole uh, site, his mansion and buildings were quite extensive. I mean, they're they're not just looting like his stuff, but they were pulling out like, you know, the columns on his front porch and, oh, look, these are nice shingles. I mean, they were taking everything. <laughs> yeah, he might actually have a point. Uh, we might be on the wrong side of the fight here. <laughs> well, I, I did get a, some nice clothes out of it. Yeah, yes, you did. <laughs> and he's now sporting a nice white shirt, crisp and clean with ruffled collars and uh Given the night he was just having, I doubt it's still clean. Yeah. He takes it off first. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the businesses are open, of course. I mean, the business people, you know, there there are still people, as I said, coming in by stagecoach. So the major businesses are still open, especially the hotel, for instance. Uh, as you were saying, yes, saloon is closed, but uh, guests to the hotel or people coming in for meals can still have a drink. 
a drink. I think the guy who ran the saloon will take over the stagecoach with nothing else to do and then get some chance to work with people and gives them a business to deal with. So I got a loose end. Just hasn't been sorted out yet. Uh, otherwise, you know, the town is actually quite quiet, uh, now, uh, Sheriff is, uh, he got back into town. You actually spoke to him when you got back in. He's, uh, he's back in his office. So he was there when you brought in your prisoners for the cells. Um, definitely looking a lot better. You don't believe he's been touching the alcohol again? (laughs) Still doesn't like you, Luke. Still really doesn't like you. I still don't like him, so that's all right. (laughs) Right. So, okay, so Caledonia. All right, yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, she's getting the store back together. Uh, she, <laughs> she, uh, took place minorly in the mooding, uh, looting, not so much. Mostly she just wanted her pappy's watch back. Yeah. Um, well, she does have a there. lovely, she does have a lovely set of window, uh, window curtains and a lovely light blue that you remember seeing. <laughs> yeah. In the main room of, uh, Creole's estate. She's now got up in her uh, storefront windows. <laughs> uh, whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah. She smiles as you come in. Uh, oh, Luke. Yes, good morning, my dear. Yes, good morning, my dear. <laughs> Slaves, please and treats. Now, uh, now, there is a small matter to discuss. Uh, in a few days, my compatriots and I will be leaving uh, Camden. There's a, a matter we need to take care of elsewhere in this country as uh, as I mentioned before we work for the Van Dorn Agency and there's somewhat a larger case we are working on I was wondering if you wanted to come with us you said you wanted to get away from this place <laughs> and so we'll be going back to at least uh, Shannonsburg Elizabeth Town? Shannonsburg Shannonsburg, yes uh, She looks a little taken aback at first it's like, well, but my store is here, and, and she thinks for a minute. She you, says, well, my my family is gone. This is true. Um, you, you did say you were trying to, you were thinking of uh, leaving this place. And the other person, the only reason you remained dinner because you didn't want to sell out to Creole, which is no longer an issue. <laughs> true, true. But uh, all my, uh, all my uh, fortunes are wrapped up in this place. I'll have to arrange a sale first. I mean, I, I well, we'll, we'll, means we'll of my own. Few. Yeah, we'll, we'll be a few days yet before we need to get on out, at the very least. And, you know. Uh, let's see how much she likes you. <laughs> how much does she like me? That's a good question. Roll one. Uh, there we go. No, she doesn't like me at all. If off. Oh, no, she's <laughs> considering it. She's considering it. She's, uh, <laughs> okay, so she says, well, um, give me a, give me a day to think about it. it it's, oh, uh, certainly, it's a certainly. Large... We, we need to go back out to Emperor Norton's place to sort out this Creole matter, which is probably going to take up a few days. So this is certainly not something that they have to think about and decide right now. All right. Uh, she's blushing a little bit through the whole thing and she's like, well, I'll, I'll give you my answer when you return. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Luke is completely oblivious to the potential other overtones about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. So that was poor that girl's. Was yep. That was poor girl's hopes up. We could be taking her to <laughs> certain danger. Certain danger. <laughs> uh, what's better, leaving her here in Canada or leaving her in Chinsburg? I don't know. <laughs> all right. All right. Anyone oh, else? But- we can go shopping when we get to Shannonsburg. That would be fun. 
There you go. Don't distract you for a while while I slip away. You go shopping <laughs> here. There's a sudden influx in all kinds of uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, clothing. Range of specific range of items, though. <laughs> it's pretty much all in one or two sizes, but uh... <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, okay. Anyone else have a scene they want in town before you uh, start traveling back? Do we want to pop by the miners to see how they're doing? Because we're, what the hell? I think it'll be okay. Okay. Well, we did kind of... Uh... <laughs> With the saloon closed, they are mysteriously absent from the town. <laughs> his his fiancé did kind of get killed a bit by a certain event that happened at the uh, house. How do you get killed just a bit? <laughs> Eaten by a werewolf. <laughs> Ask Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> touché, touché. Ow, wow. I oh, speak of Sarah, did you want to, to quickly bring up with Bert your the idea we had for your swapping out your pessimism? Um actually I'm gonna take that uh, offline and okay. try to see All right. for that. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Cool. Alright, so uh nothing else in town then. Uh Gear up the speed wagon, replace some coal, yeah. fill up your water tanks. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, unless we wanted to go back out to the river or someplace just to make sure it was now quiet. Creole Ranch is pretty close. I mean, you're, you're, you're passing by it. Uh, that's my cat. It's going crazy. Uh, you're passing by the Creole Ranch as you go out to uh, Emperor Norton's Hole. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's easy enough to check on. But if you want to go to the river, it's almost in the opposite direction. Speed wagon. Yeah. I'm just, just bring it up in case you want to check on it just to make sure it has gone quietened down. It's not going to cause any further problems. I mean, we quickly say we go there. Nothing's happening. We can move on to our side, to another scene. That's not yeah. necessary. It's not taking long time. Well, if you guys want to check on it, uh, it's everything seems uh, to be normal. Uh, okay. And normal from this is you're still seeing uh, animals that have come to drink from the pond area where you know the water collects uh, are still dying at the banks, just like oh. they were before. <laughs> oh well, we tried. <laughs> yeah. I asked Wimatai if this is a is this because of the demon being plugged in the place? Making the water normally exactly here? Give me, give Wimitai uh, a medicine roll medicine? here. Or, yeah, tribal medicine roll. Yes. Oh, wow. Oh, yes. Oh, wow. She knows all. Yeah, she <laughs> tells you that, uh, you know, likely, uh, likely it's, uh, it's dark essence, uh, fills, uh, this, this hold here, as the water uh, sits here too long, it, uh, it collects some of its evil uh, and becomes poison. As it flows, it cleans itself, and the water is once again clean by the time it reaches the town. Hmm. Interesting. So if we had some way of getting the water moving quicker in the lake, that would sort the problem out. Blow it up. <laughs> The animals can see that it is... The animals must, the animals must be kind animal. of stupid if they keep coming here and dying. Yes, I mean... Yeah. Well, you'll notice over it. time that uh, it's fewer and fewer animals, so you figure just every once in a while one doesn't know, <laughs> comes in, drinks, and dies. 
But uh, this has been going oh, well. on for a long time, so yeah, you don't evolution in action. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Off to Creel's Ranch on along the way then. See if there's a scene there with happening. Not a lot. I mean, you check in. Um, the preacher Amanda Cole is still there, just overseeing things. Uh, there's still tent set up. Uh, it's become more orderly now. Um, fires are completely out. The cattle look well tended to. Um, they're putting up some more permanent structures, like they've taken over the barn and they've kind of turned that into like a living quarters. Um, mostly for the people that are sticking around to take care of the cows uh, until mm. the town decides exactly what to do with uh, with them. Otherwise, the, you know, they'll die. They have to be tended. I'm going to offer, and again, we can just quickly gloss over this, just uh, if anyone needs a quick trip back into town or cut anything large and bulky back into town, I'll offer them a ride in the speed wagon. Not so far, they're all right. Uh, there's plenty of natural resources around. Uh, Creole's Ranch had... Uh, you know, this is starting to get into the woodland area where, uh, you know, Norton holds its fast. So there's there's several trees around that they use for materials. There's plenty of food stores. I mean, the Creoles, you know, they had, they found, uh, uh, like, their root cellar, and it was just packed with food. <laughs> okay. Okay, I was just offering. So, yeah, no, they're fine. They're fine. They're just awaiting whatever the council oh. decides to do with the cows. Um, Quick question. I look in the speed wagon. Did we bring the ninjas with us? I thought you said you were, so I'm assuming that you are. And if you were going okay. to get them back there, that's up to you. <laughs> okay. Just, just sort of something. Did we actually bring them or not? I'm going to be like, no. All right. Back to town. <laughs> All right. Off to Norton's then. All right. Uh, off to Norton's. Uh, just as before, you know, Norton's, uh, it has, you know, large hewn trees that make up kind of a, an old, uh, Old West Fort type structure out front uh, that kind of encircles the whole thing. But when you get inside, <coughs> it has a definite uh, Chinese uh, theme to it as, well, that's who his interior decorators were. <laughs> but Chris hasn't heard this description, so. Uh, there you go. Uh, essentially, on the outside, it looks like a large Western fort. It's surrounded by, you know, hewn timbers uh, sharp at the top. Uh, but when you get inside, uh, everything's, uh, you know, it's got pagoda-style roofs. Uh, they, they've got some stone construction going on. Uh, fairly sizable. Uh, I don't think... Did I actually put down a floor plan for Norton's place? I don't think so. I can't remember. No, I don't we didn't it. see it. No, we didn't have one. Nope. Yep. And who are going to give the ninjas to? Well, when you get in... Um, I mean, there are several guards around. Uh, as you were here before, so they, uh, they're they very good with faces, even you, you know. <laughs> and this guy, people. he's <laughs> with us as well. You may want a drawing of him at some point. Ah, oh, yes, adding Eddie to this. Yep. Add him into the uh, the same sketch in the background. Ah, he's got bunny ears <laughs> and behind Luke. No. Um, <laughs> a lot of hair. A lot, a lot of hair. <laughs> well, what the guards will uh, will inquire about your prisoners. Uh, doesn't really bat an eye that you've got them. Uh, just asks about, uh, you know, what do you need something done with these men? Who, I mean, they work, they work here, yes? 
Uh, the guard looks at the men um, very carefully, gets up, I mean, just inches from their faces, looks at each one. He shakes his head and says, no, these are not men that I know. They could be cleaning staff, minor functionaries. I can uh, direct you to our chief of staff, who could tell you for sure, but uh, I have not seen these men. One moment. Everyone talks to the you were who we threatened. Hey, you work here, right? I mean, this is, you worked for Quan, so you, you came out of the palace somewhere, right? Uh, no, no, I work for Quan uh, in the logging camp. Uh, no, no, not, not here. Oh. We got our we got our orders from from a man who works here. What are the others in shrug then? Uh, the guard addresses you again. Oh, what are their What are their crimes? <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, simply I'm being Chinese. <laughs> Wait, I'm waiting for people a bit of them. I'm waiting for people a bit of them talking at, at me to talk. Uh, otherwise, I'd say attacking white people. Hang on, is that a crime? <laughs> <laughs> um, they uh, broke into our hotel. Oh, he spits on the ground. Thieves, killers. Oh, he arches an eyebrow at that. He says, oh. Well, these men should be... Uh, well, to be fair, the donation men should kill us. <laughs> if you wish, I can give you the use of our uh, our stockade. Uh, we have no jails, uh, but uh, we can keep them held. He seems to be, you know, being helpful. Yeah, he's, he's not... yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't uh, know the yeah. others in I'm just trying to think how I want to have this play out. Well, it's almost like we want to let them know that obviously we got them. But I also want to let it... But if it goes... Depending on who it goes through, it may stop right with the person who issued the orders. And we probably don't... Uh, well, I'll give that. this to you just by looking around. When he, he mentioned stockades and not having a jail... Uh, you do remember coming in. Uh, are you guys all familiar with what, what a stockade is? Yes. Okay. So oh, yeah, yes. you know, So you yeah. do remember coming in through the fort that you did see them. So it's like it's, you can't fail to notice if someone was locked into a stockade. You're going to notice as soon as you come into the fort because uh, they're right there for everyone to see. Okay, that sounds good. Put them in a stockade then. Sure. All right. Well, uh, the guard calls several more men over, and they take your uh, three men still bound, and they march them up to the front. Uh, if you want to stay around to watch, and uh, they do indeed, uh, you know, put their uh, necks and hands through the stockade, lock it down, and they're <laughs> right along the road as you come in. <laughs> Five minutes later, get your rotten fruit. Get your rotten yeah. fruit here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, if you wait around that long, it doesn't take too much longer for the kids <laughs> to come out. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Uh, so you are addressed when you come in uh, to the main pavilion uh, that your rooms have been made uh, ready for you. Uh, Emperor Norton is uh, currently unavailable. Uh, I am Chuan. I uh, will be 
your assistant uh, until uh, you until Norton summons you. Uh, he will use Emperor Norton. Sorry. <laughs> yes. 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 He gives, he gives we do proper not, deference we, to Emperor Norton. Yeah. We do not wish to disturb the Emperor. <laughs> we are waiting for other matters to resolve themselves. We're expecting our lawyer to turn up sometime soon. Oh yes. Uh, there he uh, pulls out, uh, you know, out of his robes. There is a uh, a calling card, and he hands it to you. He says, "This man uh, uh, sent word uh, that he would be arriving sometime today or tomorrow." Uh, this is mm, your quick lawyer. service. What's I his look first at... name? Yeah. I pass over right. to Sharon, who Sarah, who knows the guy in Paul. I don't remember the guy's name. Right. Gives Mike. Uh, I, I seem to have failed to write down the guy's name, so we will say blah blah as from last session. I know it's something Milhouse, but I cannot remember. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, that's... Black, uh, hold on, I can find it here. I think. Do you remember Sierra? Uh, uh, wasn't Bart, because I remember James continually making that joke. Barry Milhouse. <laughs> Barry. You can see how I would. Really? You can see how I would. Yeah. That's why I went there. <laughs> this guy's not a Barry. We can't have what? a lawyer called Barry. God. He's probably Bartholomew, but, it, but since he's a he's a, a workaday kind of lawyer that works with uh, you know those that can't afford. Uh, a Bartholomew. He goes by Barry. <laughs> so it is Bart Milhouse. Gotcha. Yes, it is. It is, in fact, Bart Milhouse. <laughs> I can listen to the recording and find out what his name is. It was a fake Barry. Oh, yeah. It was yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I found the note. It, it's it's yeah, Barry. Yeah, yeah. It is Barry. Could be worse as last name could be Ellen. But then we'll all be over in a flash. Let's see. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, session 34. <laughs> wow, we're up to 42. Blair Barry Milhouse. We are not proceeding fast with this plot. <laughs> <laughs> we're having fun, though. Don't deny it, we're having fun, but we are not proceeding fast. Anyway, with this the, plot. Uh, the card does match up with the one that you already have from him. How do you get okay. the card out here so quickly? Uh, do you ask that? Yes, I do. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Chuan uh, says, "Oh no!" He he just he gets a gleam in his eye and a big smile. He's, "Oh, come with me. This is quite amazing. One of Norton's inventions." Uh, and you follow him into, uh, <laughs> you know, outside into a room that uh, there's several gondolas set up. Uh, it's hot air balloons. Oh. He says, uh, we have a, a very sophisticated mail service. Uh, we have runners that uh, go by balloon to." Uh, several of the major uh, uh, hubs that we collect our mail. Looking over at Luke, you see a gleam in his eye. <laughs> yes, Luke. <laughs> oh, we're going to be writing that before the day's out. <laughs> yeah, and there, you actually see people there that are loading on, uh, you know, like... Uh, several uh, shoulder bags full of mail and messages into some of the balloons and you're, yeah, they've got a fairly sophisticated mail delivery system here. Well, considering how isolated they are, it's maybe not so... Yeah. You <laughs> cannot carry a person in this? Oh, yes, yeah, certainly we can. Uh, well, you better be able to. I don't know how they're going to... Um, the, yeah, the, uh, they can't pilot themselves. The person climbing <laughs> in, you notice, is very young. Uh, is probably not, you know, fresh into his teens. It's, it's a young boy. 
he's like, oh, yes, we use, uh, we use, uh, young men. Uh, they say they're light and we can carry more packages. I, I hmm. meant a passenger. Uh, you think so? He's, oh, we have, uh, we have, uh, balloons with much larger capacity and, uh, uh, carrying devices, but, uh, this, this is just for the mail. Hmm. Have you got larger balloons just, here? Oh, of course, yes. Uh, Norton often uses the balloon to go to, uh, Shen Fan when he's needed there. Oh. Any chance we can get it tried out? Uh, he looks like, oh, uh, I, uh, I must clear that with, uh, the Emperor's staff. Oh, certainly, uh, we, certainly. We, there is some risk. Uh, we do lose pilots now and then. Uh, for personages such as yourselves, friends of Emperor Norton, we would of course have to use the Emperor's, uh, uh, oh, well, don't bother. I can, I can, I can pilot it. I can pilot it myself. Don't worry. I'll take responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, uh, we must have, we still must have the permission to take out, uh, Emperor Norton's. Yes. Yes, of course. That wouldn't be a, uh, oh, we wouldn't be going to Champagne. It would just be a quick sort of trip around the area to see what it's like in the sky. <laughs> he looks a little uncertain at this. He's like, oh, yes, I will, I will put your request in, uh, uh, as soon as we have you settled. Yes, uh, oh, this way, this way. Let, let me take you to your rooms. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Passed by the Emperor's personal giant balloon and it's called Hindenburg at all. <laughs> the, basket, the, the basket says Air Force One on the side. It's, uh... <laughs> I assume I can pilot it. What the hell? We'll find out. <laughs> expect it requires more than one person. If it is that. No. No, no. You can you fly hot your balloons with one person. Well, certainly if you're not yes, going on a very advanced trip. Yeah. I was imagining well, his stuff was more Zeppelin-esque. Oh, well, well, you don't, you don't see mean, any of the larger ones around. All you're seeing around are the, uh, the, the, small ones, the smaller ones, ones yeah, yeah. that they're using for mail. I'll have yeah. to see what they can want to so. <laughs> And you got someone out of the back going, Oh, uh, yes. Uh, so you're, you're shown to your rooms, uh, which are along the same corridor you were in before. Uh, essentially, they're right across from uh, the Emperor's uh, drawing room or library that he saw you in the last time. Ooh, impressive. Yep. And you know down the other corridor uh, is where uh, Creehole has been given residences. So you're like you're one corridor off from where he is staying. If he wants to come and attack us personally, we're down with that. <laughs> Solve things a lot quicker. Speak for yourself. I expect he would not do that. I didn't expect him to do it either. I'm just saying if it happens, then it's a lot easier. Do not know. The murderer of his um, daughter and son is just down the way from him. Well, unintentional murder, right? We don't have a bit of a spree. We don't really I do not think he will make that distinction. <laughs> All right. Uh, Shawan tells you that he shows you uh, into your rooms. You know, they're quite lavish. Uh, silk uh, bed sheets. Uh, you have, basically, you have, um, you have a large room in the middle. Uh, which is kind of a lounge and kind of like a, your public room. And then on either side of that, you've got two rooms 
on either end that connect to the main room. Okay. Right. So you've got two yep. rooms side by side on each end. And they both connect to your to central room here, which is kind of your your, your meeting room. The rooms are, are small, but your your common room is pretty large. Okay. Uh, and he shows you there's bell pulls in each room. Uh, there's a, a red one and a blue one. The red one is just for minor staff if you need something simple, uh, food, uh, your bed's turned down, any any uh, anything for personal needs. Uh, if you need staff, if you need someone uh, to run a message to Norton, if you need something a little bit more delicate of nature, uh, you pulled this one. Uh, so he shows you the right. two bell pulls. <laughs> hmm. Now, so I haven't seen this before, but I've been blue colorblind. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking that. Interesting find a hindrance to have colorblind. Um, so I look at these things. These are bedrooms, right? Yes. I look at the five of us. I look at four rooms. Yes. Which you have described many... as small. <laughs> How many beds are there in each room? That's what I was going to get to. Yeah. Uh, there's only one bed, but the beds are, are very uh, are very large. <laughs> Yes, I will uh. bunk with w- Wimatai. Hmm. Okay, how is Wimatai actually reacting to this city? Because given that she's a shaman and doesn't particularly enjoy technology, and this is she doesn't have a hindrance old not, ways, but though, still, so. yeah. No, she's uncomfortable, but she's you know she she will go with it rather than being separated from you guys. Okay, all right. Yeah. Uh, it, it, does anyone actually voice the question that you have? Uh, five yes. people in four I, rooms. I mean, I openly look at the four rooms and then at the five of us and questioning eyebrow at man. Okay. Sure. Um, okay. He look. He looks a little horrified. He says, "Oh, I apologize. I expected that some of these were servants. Oh, uh, I did not understand. Uh, I will make an accommodation." And he's speaking in English, right? Yes. Hey, I, I might drive the car, but I'm not a servant. <laughs> well, if Wimatai and Sarah are going to be in the same room... I mean, that... No, we can get proper rooms. Mm, yeah, well, that's fine. I mean, nope. I was going to say he, has a, he, has a, he has a very simple solution. Uh, he, uh, he opens up one of the rooms across uh, from yours. Same hallway. It just, it's adjoined to Norton's uh, library. Uh, it was not set up to be a bedroom, but he will have servants bring in a proper bed and setting for the room. And so now you have five. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to be the odd man out? Well, Eddie will be the odd man out. I was thinking, actually, if you're going to be a tech, probably Eddie will be the best one to have by himself. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. All right. Probably. Uh, especially since when he was saying servants, he was kind of, you know, there was a quick eye contact with Eddie, and yeah. That is why I quickly said what I said. Yeah. Just to defray that moment of saying, hey, look, I'll take this. Just so. Actually, I'm an outsider, so, you know, people might give me the Yeah. But he saw you here last time actually speaking with Norton, so he didn't expect you or the servant, but. uh, yeah, I suppose yeah. we didn't say, "Hey, we're bringing a dog as well." Like, <laughs> true, 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 yeah. true. Oh, but Eddie, yeah, he he sets it up to you to whatever specifications you want. You know, he says, "Oh, yeah, just a big basket you. in the middle there, yeah, we yeah. can fill up." Yeah, so something that I can cuddle into. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's this round cushion that looks. <laughs> yeah, a lot of blankets. I'll just cuddle them up. They'll be fine. <laughs> Yes. 
<laughs> oh, uh, I point out to Eddie how uh, calm Eddie and peaceful this place was, <laughs> and that was because there was no drunkenness and rowdiness in this place either. Not in uh, Norton's just, town at all. I just look at you and go, I'm not a drunk. I hold my liquor very well. And lots of it. Um, and this isn't the same steel and murder game. Yeah. <laughs> Which were all drunks. No, but I am merely pointing out that there is not a large number of places to buy alcohol. Shame. Well, that's that's why I brought the bottle I have. <laughs> and really, how much damage he can do uh, with a single bottle? A horror-stricken yeah. thought. I suddenly look horror-stricken for a moment. You go to the others. Uh, we have not bought any gifts for Emperor Norton. That might have been something that we should have done. We can tie a bow around your neck. I am not a gift to be given. Um, Shame. Luke is thinking, what color bow? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, actually, if you're somewhere close, a, yes. If you're somewhere close by, you might be able to pop over there in the hot air balloon and pick something up. <laughs> Just going shopping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a lot of milk. <laughs> there will be hot air ballooning. <laughs> I demand it. Uh, there will be a chance for me to roll double one. I demand it. <laughs> <laughs> We've got the campaign comes to a screeching halt as everyone is blown up midair. Right? You've got a not today card, don't you? Critical failure. So Ichuan leaves you to settle in. He tells you that you know, with a pull of the bell, a new servant will come for whatever needs you may have. If you wish to have like a tub brought to the room, hot water in a tub can be brought. Whatever you need, just. Uh, pull the rope yeah. when you need to die and when you need food. Uh, the same goes. Uh, if when Norton becomes uh, Emperor Norton becomes free uh, and is able to see you, we will of course uh, we will of course send a, a servant to uh, oh, uh, if he his wishes. Presence. If if he wishes to, we we said we don't wish to put him out. Yes. Uh, we are at his we are at his we are at his pleasure. I believe the place goes. Yes. Uh, there is a uh, and then uh, a guard comes down. Uh, he's. Uh, He's, he's dressed in uh, like old-fashioned uh, armor, and you've seen these around uh, the the hallway that you tried to go through with uh, Creole in. So he's wearing this uh, very fancy lacquered armor, and he's got a halberd. One was standing in the hallway down Creole's hallway. Now you have one down yours as well. And he says, uh, "These uh, uh, these guards will serve uh, as uh, for your protection." Uh... <laughs> Who are they protecting from us? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Uh, that is uh, that is a joke. Yes, oh, very funny, very funny. Ah. <laughs> oh, you're not laughing. <laughs> oh no, uh, the the palace has uh, has many such guards. Uh, as uh, the situation between uh, uh, yourselves and uh, our other guests has been unresolved. Uh, this is uh, to keep uh, to keep civility. Uh, as it were. Yes. You must Emperor do Norton you demands. Ensure civility between these white people. <laughs> yes, that is 
a very wise precaution. Ah, yes. He bows several times and uh, leaves you to your devices. Okay, uh, well... Do you think we should order lunch? Sure. Uh, yeah. I'm always up for food. All right, yeah, well... Yep. Pull the bell rope, and a servant comes in. Uh, doesn't uh, doesn't speak. Just uh, bows. Uh, you know, just uh, gets down on uh, gets down on his knees and hands, and bows uh, to the ground. And keeps his head down, and waiting for you to say what it is you want. Rice. Does he? Oh, I thought you said rice. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering about making that joke myself, and I thought, nah, that's not worth it. You made it for me, but well done. All right. Uh, I heard him say rise. So, yeah. so yeah, he stands, but he keeps his uh, eyes to the ground. Okay. Are you permitted to talk to us? Uh, he he nods his head. Uh, is are all of these servants? Permitted to talk to us? Uh, yes, he nods his head again. Hmm. Uh, yeah, and then I got nothing else. I just wanted to. Oh, I've got a disruptive plan in mind. I don't see this going down well. Let's do it! Right, we're going to order lunch and we're going to invite all the available servants to come and eat with us. As if they were equals. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, uh, well, he speaks. Uh, he says. Uh, <laughs> A very measured, low voice. Uh, his English is is halting, but good. Uh, he says, uh, "Those servants that uh, are not with other guests will certainly uh, do as you command, uh, but not all servants are available to you." Oh, certainly, certainly. It's an open buffet, so, so we say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, in short order, a, <laughs> the, the table in your adjoining room is cleared off and a feast is laid forth. And <laughs> about uh, ten servants show up, uh, both male and female, ranging in several ages, and they all kind of stand quietly yep. with their heads bowed, waiting for you Come to be, command. Be. I'll, I'll, serve up, I'll serve up dishes for them. What the hell? <laughs> This is what I do to give PCs free will. <laughs> yes. They look distinctly uncomfortable, but they do what you tell them to do. <laughs> yeah, Luke doesn't quite get that they're doing, just doing this on his orders. <laughs> yes. yeah. He doesn't have like you, you command them to eat, and they take a bite, and then they stop eating, and then you tell them to eat more, and then they take I, another bite. Sarah will go over and, like, keep up, keep up the plate, and... Like, uh, please eat. Oh no! Okay, you give this to uh, you give this to uh, one of the the female servants, and then uh, she she just doesn't look at you and just starts eating. Uh, you quickly realize uh, that this is probably more food than this person eats in several days, and she's going to finish the plate because you've ordered her to, and she's okay. going to make herself very Slo sick. <laughs> slowly, slowly, slowly. But um, yes, all of you. Eat what, eat what you like. <laughs> they start eating. Um, yep. 
No, we're, 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 nothing but, we're nothing but encouraging, but you know, obviously uh, we're, we're completely passing over all sorts of cultural taboos here. Uh, <laughs> actually, Young would probably be the one to figure this out. Young, just give me a, a intelligence. I was role. just gonna yeah. do, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, damn it. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, we get with the four. Uh, you know that the, they will eat and they will eat everything on this table, whether it kills them or not, because it's what they're being ordered to do. Uh, please do me, um, <laughs> okay, um, uh, I so? order you to eat as much as you would ordinarily. Everybody stops eating. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> then, yeah. Shrugs. Hmm. Yes. Oh. Um, <laughs> it's a very uncomfortable silence in the dining room. Because <laughs> everyone here looks a little ill from having overeaten. <laughs> right. Okay. If they have overeaten, it's fine. But if they have, so everyone looks quite fine. Okay. <laughs> I've got no grand strategy here. I'm just playing around. So. <laughs> yes, yes. You're, you're making them dance. Dance. <laughs> um, yeah. I will ask them. Oh, what is there any exotic dishes that I wouldn't have seen before here? I'm just curious as to what kind of food we get into. You get a mix. Where it comes um, you get a mix, mostly pr you. You think likely because you're part of this uh, of this party. Uh, you, so you have a mix of uh, like traditional uh. Food from this area, which is, you know, lots of, uh, there's some potato and, uh, some meats, etc. But you do have some, some foods that, you, that Young is more familiar with. Uh, there's actually some Plains Indian food on the table as well. Looks like someone had the forethought to think of Wimatai. So there's a fairly good mix. Uh, actually, you are probably not as familiar with some of her dishes. No, but I'm sure yeah. she will go, ooh. Oh, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Right, and compared to food in California, as it rots. Oh, what what have we got? Is it that is uh yeah that's uh that's a uh, that's a good thing to hear. I'll give you a chip for that. Uh, the food here is uh a lot more filling. Uh, the food in California is not plentiful. Okay, so portion size is usually small, and the food always looks a little on the like not bad but going bad side. Like the meats always seem just to be a little gamey. The vegetables are always a little soft. Um, so and you see, you tend to need to eat more of it as it just doesn't seem to be as filling. Uh, this food is very robust. I mean, you get full quickly. Hmm. Interesting. My compliments to the chef. He has honored us with his best. One of the one of the servants stands up and bows to you and sits back <laughs> down again. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, Sarah's going to go over and get a plate of food as well. Right. Oh, yes, we're, we're going to eat ourselves. I assume yes. we're all eating. Yeah. yeah. Right, yeah, it, it's a fabulous meal. Um, there is bottles of wine brought out. Uh, there's a small cask of beer brought out. Uh, the beer is a bit sweet for the tastes of you used to drinking beer. <laughs> eh. 
Tastes so like they, it may have been brewed with some kind of uh, some fruits. Yeah, a little, little different. Oh, that reminds <clears> me. <throat> is is Sharon, sorry, Sharon, is Sarah covering herself in perfume or beer? Or what's she doing to cover her smelling of deadness? Sarah went and paid a top notch to get a quite a bit of good perfume. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Bought that by the jug. <laughs> you can tell it's good. <laughs> yeah, Luca's trying to do small talk with some of the servants. It's completely failing, of course, while they're going into the room. They're playing with dragon quite happily. If you uh, <laughs> you're engaging in conversation, if you ask any of them a question that they can't simply nod yes or no to, they will speak. Hmm. Uh, you know, they they yeah. will respond. But if it could be answered with just a simple yes or no, they just shake their heads one way or the other. Yeah. Uh, just sort of picture like the sort of the royals at the standard sort of, or the president, president had the sort of the, the oh here's, here's a sort of a, a get together. And no idea. They just have no cultural communication. Mm. That overlap whatsoever, really. What do you do? Yes. What what do you do? Oh, that, that sounds fascinating. Uh, if he on the other hand, if he doesn't mean to bump into any of the mechanics, like anyone here who happens to work on hot air balloons or anything like that, or the stage or anything like that, then. These guys are all basically just palace functionaries. Uh, yeah. Just, yeah. Uh, you do, uh, just over the conversation, some points that you find out is that all the staff is appointed by Quan. Uh, you do find mm -hmm. that uh, Norton, his personal staff, uh, they're not... Mm, Norton has done what you're attempting to do. Okay, so some of them are wise enough to... <laughs> No, it just he basically makes it so that they can't act very servile in his presence. He 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 dislikes it. Uh, yeah. But these people are all provided by Quan, um, and they do rotate out. It's basically when people are either too frail or have earned a certain privilege, uh, they are taken from the wood uh, the mill camps, the wooden camps, and they're they're put here for mm -hmm. service. One more thing I'll offer and be a bit more culturally sensitive about the situation is if they want to, and if it's not going to cause them trouble, where and they can care, so if so it's going to cause trouble, and it can easily be solved by saying, Go and see the white man, he'll tell you what's okay. Uh, then they will take, then they're free to take uh, bundles of food away to feed, give to their families and stuff, which I'm pretty sure they would not otherwise be allowed to do. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, they, uh, they will actually. The ones that you express this to, they'll thank you very much for. Um, yes. And not that uh, they're, you know, they go a long way to make sure that you understand they're not treated poorly, that uh, uh, Quan is a good master. And uh, those that yes. work directly for Norton are treated very well. Uh, mm -hmm. It's just there's always a shortage of food in the camps. Exactly. So, yeah. Obviously, the, the, the chef has done a fine job. Mm -hmm. Mr. Sheer has good Is there anything... Since you guys are sitting around and you've kind of arranged the scene, is there anything in particular you're trying to learn or would you like to know about? Um, hmm. I guess we're going to ask about the other guest <laughs> because they've probably been serving him as well. Yes. Has he been angry? Has he been upset? Has he got, the two, he got away with two people, didn't he? Uh, yes. Uh, one of them tells you that he... Uh, that. Uh, Hmm. Actually, give me persuasion rules. Let me see if they will talk ill of someone else that is under their care. Whoever's doing it or asking this question, because this is kind of a hard question oh. for them to answer. 
You came up with it, Richard, so up to you. Up to you. Yeah, I, I guess I said it, so... Yeah. Uh, you you can give a plus two to the roll, uh, since you share a culture. Woo! Unskilled plus two. And if you if you ask it in Chinese as well, they they'll feel a little bit more secure that maybe it won't get around as much because your other companions obviously can't speak the not a slightest yeah. word. Oh, but everybody else can. Who's <laughs> in this place? So. Yes. Well, whatever. I will. Let's see. Oh my! Critical <laughs> failure! <laughs> uh, yeah. Wow! Ah, uh, boy! Yeah, yeah. Uh, they figure that you know they they you you quickly figure that they they think that you're like a plant that you're yeah. you're in this group to report uh, on anything that is missaid or misdone. So they're like, oh no, he is yeah he is an honorable man who does nothing wrong ever. <laughs> Yeah. I'm gonna yeah, they they shut down. So. I'm gonna throw a chip right. at it, just because. Oh, really? Well, I know that was chip? fun, but. Interesting. See what's going on there. Same roll. Same roll. The dice have decreed. Yep. Yep. You gonna take it this time? Yeah. Alright, that's exactly what happens. They they think that you are uh one of Quan's uh well actually you learned something from this, I guess, is that Quan apparently has a lot of spies. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I mean that's why I haven't really tried to do anything amazing and beyond just hey, let's just be stupid Westerners trying to make everyone else like our culture. Uh, <laughs> any, any other questions that you want to try and get answered? That one was uh, tricky because they're really not going to speak bad of uh, someone else that's uh, oh, Norman's guest. Is, oh, actually, I will ask. There is something I will ask. Um, is there some particular gift that would be good to get Norton since we're wondering about that? Oh, uh, yes, yes. Emperor Norton likes sweet treats. Ooh. He has something of a sweet tooth. Excellent. I don't know how this is going to help us, but excellent. <laughs> yeah, I've got a cooking school. <laughs> I can't even think of where we've been. It would have interesting tweet treats. So, yeah. I don't know if Camden has anything, because that's only close by a place I can think of. Can I don't have something? Sweet yes, Caledonia. Yeah, yeah, she sells uh, candies. candies. And- yeah, well, we might have a quick trip over there. You are a weird outsider type person, so it is possible that foods that you consider normal from your home would not have made it here. If there is a sweet treat or something that you have in your home country, it might be an interesting gift to give to him. I don't know if we're going to get to Canada and back again. No, but you could say, hey, it is kind of like this, and... And try and have somebody cook it for you. As uh, James a, has no idea about Canadian treats. As Luke pulls right. a, a tumbler of maple right. syrup out of his butt. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. hey! <laughs> oh, yeah, I could introduce poutine. <laughs> mm. yeah. I love it, <laughs> just go to the forest and put a tap in the tree. I'm sure whatever comes out will be fine. <laughs> All saps the same, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. So, uh, any, any other things you want to get out of the servant? Sharon, Chris, we were just having fun. I'm good. Yeah, we're good. I'm good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, they, they 
clear up the food uh, afterwards and clean up after everything. Uh, several of them do take uh, packages of food back with them. Um, yep. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I've just I've got nothing in mind for anything at all other than said I want the hot air balloon at some point. Otherwise, we're just waiting for the next part of the plot to unveil. Yeah, waiting for that guy to arrive. Um. Uh, I suppose I've got a vague character bit just to do with um, Sharon yeah, or go for Sarah. It. It's, it's just um, I took I went and asked Luke about the advice. On what to do with women, I ask Sharon as well. Oh, sorry, Sarah. It's just could I ask Eddie? I... Should I ask Eddie? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? What to do with women? I um, <laughs> I... that was brilliant. <laughs> I uh... we we were. We were fighting for our life against the against the zombies, and and we won. And I was so overjoyed at this. I I, I kissed Dwemerai. Um. I. I, I I Did she not... kiss you back? Yes. But I do not know if it was ju- just the the battle or... I, I have... I, I have not kissed anyone before. That was... Yes, I do not know what to do. Ah, so you are the sort to kiss and tell. Right. <laughs> I would suggest that maybe you um, talk with Wimatai, but whatever you do, do not uh, do not lead her on, or break her heart, or make her very angry. <laughs> I suspect that any of those things would lead to my swift death. I will try to avoid that. Um, Isn't Wimitai's if... ground state anger? <laughs> Just around you white people, mostly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, if if you like her and she likes you, then everything is good, but um, if it was just something that was from the heat of battle, then maybe you know, you can still remain friends and uh, let it lie, but I think that you should talk, have this conversation with Wimatai and not so much with me. I thank you for your advice. I will think on your words. Hmm. Look around to see if we're in the whispering gallery, and she's actually just overheard <laughs> of all this. <laughs> yeah, I was no, just wondering no. where you're having this, if everybody can hear it. You're probably well, having it in the, the... Take it over to the side of the common yeah. area, I suppose. Right. Mm. And yeah, that's... I mean... I will leave it a few days until after the... Until after what happens next. Of the court case, etc. Before doing anything. 
so we can cut to the next thing if unless we're going to go to the hot air balloon or whatever next well you would have arrived there you know late in the afternoon uh it's up to you uh whatever you want to do for the day you're not expecting anything to happen until your lawyer gets here right and i think that's it i think we're just saying hey we don't expect to do anything until the lawyer gets here unless you say hot air ballooning is available because that's the only thing anybody's (laughs) really expressed an interest in or i suppose they run back to pick up the sweet treat well no we go there in the hot air balloon yeah well it seems that uh luke is pushing for that scene so uh (laughs) later in the day it seems that you are given permission to use one of uh uh, one of Norton's lesser uh, conveyances, um, Fair enough. and you're shown to. You know, it's basically it's uh, it's a barn area where they pull out uh, this contraption. It has uh, it does actually have a ghost rock uh, burner on it, as it appears Ooh. to have large fans which are able to move the uh, move the balloon in directions uh, against the wind. Otherwise, you basically have to float with the wind. Hmm. Excellent. <laughs> Luke, have piloting? Yep. All right. I've got ace as well, which gives me a plus two. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, they give you this the basics. I mean, you know, the, there's a yeah. couple of rudders here to move the fans to, to get in the position. You, your height is maintained, uh, you know, by lo- uh, increasing the heat to the balloon. You have these sand sacks that you can drop if you need to deploy mm-hmm. weight. Uh, you know, it, basically, there you go. Uh, this is an, an open canopy. Uh, Norton's is actually enclosed, and and uh, uh, Richard, you are more right on it being uh, more of a, a zeppelin than you know just a hot air balloon. It's actually an enclosed conveyance. This one's not, uh, but it does seat six people. Could seat more, but it's it's intended for six or up to six. Uh, the boiler's right in the middle. All right, who's up for a trip? Oh, me, 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 me. <laughs> Oh, you're breaking it pretty bad there. You there, Chris? Oh, well, I'm sorry about that. I dropped the phone. Oh. Um, anyone? <laughs> all right, yeah, sure. Uh, it appears we all... Can you hear me? Yeah. Yes. Oh, you think I have to come? Yeah, Weematai refuses. <laughs> if she's got yeah. a choice in the matter, she's not going. Uh yeah. She may want to take up uh, the opportunity to go horse riding or something as well. So, uh, get a little good stable of horses here. Or, you know, go and scoping white people that she finds in the first place. I. <laughs> I am reluctant to. leave one of our members alive. <laughs> perfect okay. time for Young and Weematai to have that little talk as they go and yeah. have a walk around the grounds. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, we'll all leave and leave the two of them alone. Yep. Sounds good. <laughs> hey, guys, turns out we only needed four rooms after all. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, all right. So, yeah, mm-hmm. stay behind. All right, just give me a roll, Luke. Let's see how bad it is. <laughs> Come on, fumble, crickle. Oh, you're an old hand at this, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you quiet. You cause quite a stir in Camden as uh, you're able to land the balloon exactly in a field just outside of town. <laughs> yeah. You yeah, bye. Say hello to 
Made for a much quicker trip. Much quicker trip. Pick up some sweet treats. for a quick spin in a hot air balloon? All right, fine. So you guys basically will waste the afternoon and evening yes. joyriding. Joy yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. And picking up sweets for Norton. Yep. Yes. Of course. Still with us, Chris? Uh, can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, you just dropped out of Fantasy Good. Grounds. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. All right, yeah. Uh, you don't have to roll again. So it's just for the whole trip. You know, you're you're yeah, able to yeah, maneuver yeah. these things around just fine. And you know, you, luckily the day's weather is mi- quite mild. You think this would be quite a bumpy ride if there was any kind of uh, uh, of turbulence in the air. Uh, but for today, this on the is... other hand, I am an ace pilot, so you know. <laughs> Uh, you can't help but noting that uh, the size of this canopy and the balloon when it's all collapsed down could fit on the roof of the speedwag. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we've got the aerocopter to fit on the speedwagon. Yeah, that too. <laughs> we actually could be very bad people, couldn't we? <laughs> we were already bad people. I don't know what this could part's about. <laughs> All right, uh, Young and Wematai. Uh, is Young going to broach the topic with Wematai? <laughs> I was muted, but I was sighing heavily there, which you couldn't hear. <laughs> um, huh. Yeah, all right. Seeing as this is, everybody else has gone away. Sure. <laughs> So, yeah, well, I mean, we will go out of the palace somewhere else. Yes. The grounds are... Somewhere where... Yep. The grounds are very nice. It's kept very well. There's, you know, different flowers in bloom. There's small rock gardens. Uh, there's a natural spring that's set up into a fountain. So the grounds are very, very nice place to just take Is a there stroll a around. garden where there are white people's heads on pikes? <laughs> I think she would enjoy that. Yeah. <laughs> No, none of those. Well, there's some white. Oh, no, there's not. I was going to say, well, there's some Chinese people in stockades over here that you could throw fruit at if you really. <laughs> the kids certainly are. <laughs> no, we will not go there. That would be great. All right. Uh, so, yeah, so, what is Young's feeling on the matter? It does Young <laughs> fancy <laughs> the the budding shaman Vimasai? Well, he certainly seems to have a lot in common with her, mm-hmm. with them both being outsiders from the predominantly white culture, and the fact that, hey, we both hate underground things. There, there's <laughs> certainly quite a bit in common. Both hate white people. You connect over, in other words, you connect over hatred and fear. Awesome. Ah, yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, love, young love. Yeah. Uh, all right, all right. Well, I'm going to make this scene short because I don't like role-playing these things no, out. Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah, essentially you start babbling uh, because I'm sure Young yeah, is not very Young good at this. Yeah, Young has absolutely yep. no experience. And Matai just grabs him and yanks him off and does some bushes somewhere. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> I wasn't expecting it to go down that quickly. But... Well, she did. Hey. Yep. Apparently, uh, yes, what up? Yeah. <laughs> 
<sighs> there we go. I'm so going to enjoy killing her in tragic ways. Yeah, <laughs> oh. yeah kind of those, we're going to become my one true nemesis too. So hey, it all works out. There we go. Uh, yeah, so you, you guys joyride around the rest of the day. Caledonia enjoys it. It is, it's, it's, as I said, it was. It's a very mild day. So even people that don't really like heights, it's actually quite pleasant. Uh, the balloon isn't very jarring. It doesn't move around a lot. Uh, it's very. Here you go. We Matai and uh, Young should have come on because it's opposite of underground. <laughs> <sighs> that is true. <laughs> mm. Uh, give me notice rolls, everybody that's up in the balloon. Uh, actually, Eddie, you give me an occult roll. I don't oh, believe anyone ooh. else. I don't believe anyone else no. has a cult. So, <laughs> Eddie's only got it because it's something to do. Right, notice. I notice nothing. Neither do I. I forget things. I notice. I notice Caledonia. That's what I noticed. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. Uh, wow. Sierra, uh, is the only one, uh, that really finds anything odd about it. Uh, and it, it's just not even, it's just passingly odd. It's not something that you might even draw attention to anyone else. But as you're passing over Camden and you get a better look at the terrain and you see where Carcass Creek is and you see how the river comes out of the mountain and winds its way down to the town, it makes some really interesting turns in the land. It's like, it's not, it looks like it has in the, in the past, long in the past, uh, been engineered to flow in a certain way, and it makes a very kind of elegant glyph on the landscape. Oh, can I sketch that? Yes. yes uh, you thank you. Huh. Eh. Huh. What, I, I'm going to point this out to, to Eddie. Eddie. All right, Eddie, you can have one more occult roll. No, oh, just one. <laughs> just one. Come on, critical failure wasn't enough for you? Apparently not. Wow. Oh, yeah, there we go. Oh, that! Right! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now that it's sketched out, you completely missed it in the landscape. But now that it's sketched out on a piece of paper, uh, yes, uh, that is a rune that you are familiar with in some of your studying. I nudge Luke. And point to the paper, and then point to the uh, to the glyph on the ground. So I think that's where we have to go. No, it's uh, it's not that. Uh, it's just the <laughs> the river where you've already sunk the demon in. It's kind of part uh, of the landscape. Think like the um the what's the name? The not the Aztec lines. Nazca. Yeah, Nazca. Nazca line. Think like yeah. the Nazca exactly. lines. We're yeah. talking that sort of scale. S- yep. So uh, yeah. So the glyph is uh, is what you're, you know, you having the occult skill means you've actually done not just you're just familiar with uh, like mythologies and stuff, but you've actually done some study in the occult. So you may have gotten some books. Uh, let's see, Golden Dawn Society's too late. That's this is too early in history. So I'm not sure what societies were prevalent in England at the time, uh, but the full so, society. No. Well, Hell, yeah, well Hellfire Club or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So the rune is something you've seen in some of the the literature on occultism. Uh it, it's uh it makes up a glyph of alphabets in what they call the Enochian runes. Enochian. <laughs> that's huh. the same, wasn't it? No, that's a symbol that was on the um that was on the slab that we put. No, it was not. 
Oh, okay, it was no, not. No, okay. no. I it was. Um, question. Okay. The demon... The the lake where we... Uh, the place where we uh, sank the demon? Mm-hmm. On that, is there like... on Where is... That's on a particular... Is that on one of the lines, or is it, it in... It, it is the line. The way that... Yeah, the way that that river flows out of the mountain and is shaped by the terrain, not in a natural way. This is what brought your attention to it. It looks like at some time in the very distant past... There has been landscaping to cause that river to flow in the in the shape that it's making, um, and so where the river flows and becomes the Carcass Creek pool, where you know the the water causes death and everything, uh, and then from there as it flows away and comes into uh, you know, just just short of Camden, where they tap into that for a well, uh, it just forms this glyph like right above north uh, northwest of Camden. Huh. Well, huh. So, Eddie, what do you make of that? That looks a little strange. No, it's very strange. Not, not very, yeah. Not uh, what Eddie knows with that roll, since that is an ace roll, uh, the the rune uh, being part of the the Enochian alphabet or angelic script, uh, each rune is uh, is a is a symbolic of a particular angel. So this symbol stands for a specific personage or, or angelic being. Hmm. Which one, which one you're not sure. You're not your your cult's not high enough to have that kind of uh ready information, you know, just at your fingertips, but uh yeah. That's what you know about it. Definitely some neat stuff. It was done if you want to play the revelation card, maybe it's me. <laughs> nah. Huh. Is that the only one of those, of, of that sort of things on the landscape? Or? Yeah, in the immediate landscape that you guys can see, that's the only thing that's really kind of odd. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I don't have the revelation card. I do. But it's not worth it. Yeah. Just a, it's just a, a neat thing. A neat thing to yeah. see on the landscape. Cool. Huh. Maybe we should, uh. Maybe we should take. Evacuate uh, the town. <laughs> well, maybe they shouldn't be drinking from that water. But, um, maybe. <laughs> maybe we should take. Try to take the balloon and. To a few other areas and see what we can see from, uh, an aerial view. Hmm. Uh, here we go. Uh, I love Wikipedia. So you would have seen this in collected writings from John D. Oh. Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the players go, damn you, John D. <laughs> no, as the players sit there and try to shove all that meta knowledge down and go, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> So we eventually also, you know, drop Galadonia back off and head back. Actually, if she doesn't need to be hurried back, I propose to her. <coughs> yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> she comes back <laughs> with us and has dinner with us, and then I'll bring her back to uh, Camden. Sure. Yeah. So you guys spend a day of it. Yep. Yeah. And how many hickeys does Jean have on his neck now? <laughs> he's not on his neck. Y- young, young looks like he's been through a battle. He's bruised. <laughs> Make a stamina roll. Yeah. 
But strangely, he looks okay with it. <laughs> yes, different. <laughs> you find young I smoking in, in his room. Yeah. <laughs> I worked in the and I am exhausted. <laughs> Weemintai seems unusually cheerful. <laughs> All right, so yeah, you guys get back late in the evening. Uh, it's, you know, nothing really else has transpired. No. Uh, there, the balloon keeper is quite anxious when you finally get back, <laughs> as <laughs> if he thought that perhaps you have wrecked the emperor's second best carriage. Um, I bring it in without a scratch. Well, they and... didn't even take the pilot with them. Nope. Oh <laughs> wow, I'm surprised. They... Because. The, I'm not sure that the pilot would want to let you out of it. So, hey, <laughs> who's the pilot to argue with a, uh, an illustrious guest such as Luke? <laughs> I can't even got my own goggles and everything. So I'm prepared to do flying. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. So, unless you guys have anything planned, we'll go to the next morning. Nope. As I say, just we're waiting for Guy to turn up now. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Millhouse does turn up uh, late in the afternoon. Um, actually, uh, you were informed early in the afternoon that he had arrived, but he is uh, he is under counsel. He's uh, having discussions with Emperor Norton, and it's not <laughs> so, like it's like six hours later uh, before he actually uh, knocks on. Yeah, you know, your the central the common room door. The common room door. Uh, and he looks pretty shaken up. Uh, he he looks like he's ha- had some troubling news perhaps imparted to him. Uh, <laughs> Never he's... even thought about that. We'll play it. But... <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, he, he, he steps in. Uh, no idea. No idea who, at all. Who opens the door? Eddie. Eddie, give me a notice roll. <laughs> well done, I will open the door for everybody to walk in. God <laughs> does. Eddie, uh, you noticed that uh, previously the day before you were introduced to the guard at the uh, top of the hallway that was there to kind of keep the peace. Uh, there's now five guards there. <laughs> Come on, it's what a one balloon ride. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Barry comes in, he pulls out a handkerchief and he wipes off his brow and, uh, he, he looks around the room and he says, uh, do you, uh, you mind if I have a seat? Oh, uh, he picks up a bottle of wine that was left over from a meal and says, mind if I have some of this? He doesn't wait for you to answer. He just pops the cork. He takes a big gulp of it. <sighs> we can order some food if you haven't eaten, you know, so we can do that. I just thought of it, so I wouldn't have done this prior to this, but looking around the room, um, how easy is it going to be to spy on things? Are we, If there are spy holes or listening stuff here in this room? Uh, in this room? Um, okay, let, let's say you thought of this before Barry got here, uh, in which case uh, you thought of it, you give me notice roll. Yeah. I will Thank actually you. be saying, hey everybody, yep. take a look for these things. Uh, they Don't managed just... to listen in on Norton when he was in his secured chamber, right. which he thought was particularly you inspiring. You told us, you saw that and told nobody. So I yeah, have We looked. know that because the guy who came told us that. 
Yeah, but you also saw the guy with uh yeah. with the horn. Yeah, I know, but the assassin, yeah. Like, yeah, so, I know. But so the assassin I also I told us that. Right, okay, but he didn't tell us how. So no, time... no, no. Thought, so the point is they were able to find that out even though he was in a secure even though we were in a secured room. I don't know how well we're gonna be able to look if they can do that with him. Um, everybody, we, we didn't no. search the room. I mean, yeah. now we are searching this room to see. We didn't search Norton's room. Ooh, I spot something. Nah, it's uh, nothing there for me. We met eye notices. Yeah, not really. She does. Uh, yeah, she's also wounded. All right, Luke. Ah, um, have, we, have we got one of our wounds yet? It's been many days since. Yeah, yeah, you've gotten good, and they would have uh, provided some medical attention to you if they noticed you had a wound. So. Go ahead, you vigor, can take rid of it. Make a vigor roll. Oh, if you succeed, then yeah. it goes away. Nope. <laughs> you've had care. You you can get rid of it. I'm I'm just okay. saying you can get rid of it. It's, you've had care, etc. Um. All right. So the highest roll was a ten. Yep. Okay. Uh. No one notices anything obvious. There's no like. Uh, there's no like false walls where someone can stand behind and listen. There's no uh, pipe set up so that you could hear the reverberations of the room, etc. Uh, what Luke notices as he's being a little bit more astute about it, uh, dragon finds it first, is that your uh, your doors all have uh, you know they they all have locks uh, in, inside the rooms. Uh, it's basically just a bar that you can drop so just for privacy while you're in the room. Uh, the door handles themselves don't have like uh, like key locks or anything like that. Oh, but you cool. notice that there are some scratches, very light, on the door frame to Wematai's room. What you found, the address? I deny everything. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so mm. that's what you find uh, before Barry shows up. Oh, actually, if it's next, I need to make another spirit roll. Uh, no, I'm just going to have you just do one per session. Okay. I want to keep track right. of it. Per, we'll just say that that, you know, carries through to the most important day or whatever. So, okay, cool. Yeah, fine. All right. Uh, okay, so, yeah, Barry, after taking a big slug of the, the wine, he's like, oh, this, this is actually pretty good. He lays it down. He says, oh, well, um, there have been some developments, I'm afraid. Can... Um, can you all answer a few questions for me? If we know the answers, we can. Try. Um, you are. Yes. 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 He, confidentiality. Yeah. he pulls out uh, some paper from uh, his, his briefcase and gets a quill uh, cut and nibbed and starts taking notes. He says, uh, can you account for your movements, uh, oh, since midday yesterday until... Until this morning. Yeah. Uh, please elaborate. He takes another pot uh, of wine. <laughs> fine. Blah, hot air balloon. Yep. Mm, so, we must die. Exploring the grounds. Yes. yes. <laughs> exactly. In the gardens. Enjoying nature. Yes. Um,. And uh, do any of your party uh, carry personal protection other than guns? Ah, I think I see where this is going. Well, no, actually, you haven't told us about the scratches, so I don't see where this is going. Well, no, I'm pretty sure I would have. Okay, all right. All right. Mm. (laughs) Was 
something was someone was killed with an axe. Uh, he looks very sharply at you. He says, and says, uh, is that an admission of guilt? No, merely that I can put two and two together and come up with four. One, two, three. Yes, four. The vast math beyond me. What is the two and two uh, that you're referring to? What uh, What makes you have this leap? That intuition? you are asking about... Um, uh, non-gun related weapons and the fact that uh, this door over here has scratches on it. Which right. is where somebody would have with an axe would have slept last night. Uh, okay. Entirely Barry. on their own. <laughs> <laughs> Entirely alone. Uh, Barry was just going to go and examine <laughs> the door. Um, okay, yeah. He sees the scratches well enough. Uh, he puts on actually uh, these little uh, the glasses that have no arms on the yeah exactly on, yeah. The, on the the bridge of his nose and he looks through it and he uh, he basically you know, writes down what he sees on a piece of paper and he says well uh, and he consults a timepiece he pulls out of his pocket um, somewhere as best as the court's physicians can tell uh, between uh, six and uh, eight hours ago. Um, the client that you engaged me, uh, that was bringing a case against the town of Camden was murdered, uh, in his suite, uh, next to yours. Uh, the murder weapon was, uh, a bladed object, heavy, um, an axe would be fitting, although the item was not found in the room. Hmm. I... I look shocked and probably slightly disappointed that I wasn't the one to get to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, does Wimitai wear her tomahawk with her at all times? No, no, not generally not. Not after Sarah sat her down uh, and explained that killing people at random was not the thing to do in polite Curse society. Curse civilized man! <laughs> <sighs> Right. Yeah, I'll just point out, uh, Bert, you said six to eight hours, and he was in chambers with Norton for six hours. Yep. So, so it's just oh, I'm sorry. Hours. No, no. So, yeah, it would be uh, eight to ten hours. Yeah, eight so, to ten hours. Okay. Ago. So early this morning. Very early this yes. morning. Okay. Then I suggest we search the chambers immediately. Uh, search Wimitai's chambers? Yeah, I get up and head towards her room and then go, oh, which one is yours? Is it- <laughs> <laughs> which one did you choose? Uh, yeah. uh, right. The rooms are small enough and there's really not a lot in them other than a bed and a small dresser. So, you know, quick turn down. Uh, you indeed find that her axe is missing, uh, but there has not been a bloodied axe replaced in its place. No. Oh, uh, it's simply missing. Remiss of them. They haven't had time yet. For a chance. I would kind of try to shrug and expect yeah. to pull out like three spare tomahawks as if to say, hey, <laughs> yes. it couldn't have been me. Look, I've got one. No, no, she, she, does have, uh, she does have a spare tomahawk, but she does point out that she is missing one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and why she didn't notice right away. This is the one that, this is my favorite. <laughs> the 
this one is man cleaver, and uh, <laughs> I use this one most days. <laughs> this one is skull breacher. <laughs> Um, right. So, yes, uh, basically her secondary, her backup axe is missing, uh, which she will relate to you. Uh, so Barry is, has, uh, says that, well, uh, unfortunately, um, Mr. Creo's, uh, lawyer preceded me, um, and has indulged, uh, Emperor Norton, who, uh, well, um, we are technically in, uh, his domain, uh, and, well, uh, murder has been committed on his grounds, and while I was instructed to relate to you that he does not believe that anyone here is uh, a guilty party, uh, there is a certain decorum to these things that has to be observed, uh, and mm -hmm. he has to be, uh, regretfully, uh, hands off on this, and he's allowed me to uh, speak with you on the matter. Uh, there will be an investigation. Uh, he asked that you please, uh, well, um, uh, submit to this if, uh, if you are willing. Uh, of course, he, uh, can't stop you if you wish to fight your way out. I would highly advise against that as your lawyer. Um, Where's that wine? <laughs> it's in his hand. Yes. Uh, Did so, we see if we get around to giving Norton the treats or not? Or not yet. Nope, you have okay. not seen Norton yet. Okay. okay. Giving him the treats now could be seen <laughs> as a bribe. What's a man's life worth anyway? I've got peppermints. <laughs> <laughs> Ten fish delights. <sighs> They would have had to be very light to be able to get into the place without waking any of us mm. and know where the axe was and get out Depends of it. when they um, took it. If they took yeah. it yesterday, for example, then we were Timeline-wise, uh, you and Wematai's uh, <clears throat> getting to know one another uh, would have put you... Well, I mean, you are gone. The places were empty for a substantial amount of time. And since it was an axe that she normally has packed away, it's not something that she noticed was missing. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, the, the axe itself only took a minute, but then there was the hour or two consulting afterwards. <laughs> Can Eddie notice any uh, tra uh, faint smells other than Wimatai in the room? Uh, something I should have pointed out for Eddie, just because of the nature of uh, the place, there's a lot of incense burned in the hallways, uh, so it pretty much twigs out your 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 senses there. It's just it's overwhelming. Great. Okay. Yeah, I should have figured that. <laughs> okay. Well. We did not do this. We were prepared. Hmm. Who will accuse us of the death? Well, uh, right now, it's not a formal accusation. Um, they are simply investigating the death. Uh, once right. again, as Emperor Norton was responsible for the man's safety here, uh, again, uh, the formalities must be uh, adhered to, and so there must be an investigation. If there is formal complaint brought after the investigation, uh, then... 
Well, we will go to a higher court. Who is higher than the emperor who rules these lands? Yes. Yeah. Uh, and, and that is a, uh, a tricky uh, question, as this, this is Emperor Norton's lands and his word is law. Uh, he feels that uh, it would be unseemly for him to rule over this case uh, as he uh, counts so, amongst you friends. Uh, so, so he would be, be the prosecutor? Oh, sorry. He would be the person putting forward the case of murder? Uh, yes. Technically, yes. It would be the household, but as he is the head of the household, uh, yes, it would. Uh, and so he has engaged me to uh, find out what I made from you. Uh, Mr. Creo's lawyer is doing the same from his side. We're going to compare notes after this and uh, present to Emperor Norton our findings. It is likely, uh, given your relationship to Emperor Norton, that uh, if any charges are to be had, they will find a third party to uh, to mitigate. Likely a circuit court judge will be called in. That is not what I was asking, why I was asking. That is interesting information, but could we not just proceed with the plan we had before, where we can call an honor challenge against Emperor Norton, or him accusing us of the murder? Uh, I'm afraid that... I don't uh, think that would be a good idea. I am not suggesting it is the best idea, but it uh, is one which would get us out of this immediately, if uh, it's legal. Yeah, le- legally, uh, it's it's not something that, that can really be adhered to uh, as uh, Emperor Norton himself is the hurt party, uh, but is not. it would not be technically him bringing the charges against you. So, is there anybody we could... Level and on a challenge at. Well, you can't really fight a province. Um, Why not? <laughs> it, it, they would I only know. have to put forward one person in order to do this. Uh, I'm afraid uh, legally it wouldn't work that way. Um, okay. Well, okay. If that is the law here, then that will not work. Um, uh, but this is all. Uh, this is all uh, in the future. Now we're we're just uh, we're just getting facts. Um, uh, as you uh, were being charged by Creo uh, for uh, the taking of his property, the destruction of his property, uh, the murder uh, of his son and daughter. Uh, not you personally, but those that you were representing. We all, do, we all avoid eye contact. Every, everyone looks at Eddie. He's like, what? <laughs> um, uh, you are the party most likely to gain from his death, uh, as uh, as little gain as that might be. I understand that uh, you had a very good case uh, from what you sent me here. It is unlikely Mr. Creo would have been able to win that case. Uh, there is another obvious gain to be gotten from here. Political gain against us. Oh, um, I wasn't aware that you were such important people. Uh, Maybe we're just sticking with someone's crew enough that they decided to, hey, we, if we spend Creo with a credit chip and get these guys put away for a while, and they'll stop fucking us. We've already had a sentence after us, obviously, someone decided that we were paying on someone's side. Uh, that's, that's always possible, I suppose, if you've made the wrong people mad, but uh, on the other hand, uh, this is a mark against Emperor Norton and his household, yeah, as he could not keep someone safe within his own... Uh, domain. It looks oh. worse for him. Cool. Kind of that. So in your dealings with uh, Emperor Norton, uh, his staff, and uh, and what 
functions uh, you may have provided for him as service. Have you run across any that you would consider to be his enemies? Anyone that would wish him harm? Uh, that would wish to sully his character? I can only think of Quan, but that is that does not make any sense well, for what is going on there. And Kang, but... Well, there is that inter... Well, that we is, think it was at least an intermediary who acted... That is... So it's possible that he... Oh, Quan's man, sorry. That's Quan man. It may be that that particular person has a particular grudge against Norton because he's got power... Norton has power and he doesn't. Right, uh, Barry stops you for a minute. Says, okay, okay, hold on, hold on. I, I know who Quan is. I've got in the background there. He's the technical owner uh, of the... Uh, the region, uh, and who has bequeathed uh, to Emperor Norton this uh, this palace. Uh, I guess it's a palace here. Uh, but who is this Kang? I'm, I'm not familiar. Um, Kang is uh, one of the uh, leaders of Shan Fan and a yes. gnome pirate. Hmm. He is the pirate king. Hurrah, hurrah. And he would have reason to want to look, make Emperor Norton look bad, or would this be attack against Quan? I understand. Uh, that could be an attack against. Uh, I think he believes us responsible for some things against his personage. It could, yes, it could be several <laughs> things. I mean, Norton. It could. Yeah, I can't certainly. Remember if it is King would prefer Norton or Quan, who is. A third of the ruler of Shanfei. Yeah. Is it Kang or... Sorry, is it Quan or Emperor Norton? Norton. Norton. Yeah. It is Norton. So, yes. Yeah, right. Weakening his position means that he has greater control of Shanfei. He may want just to attack us because mm -hmm. we annoyed him in the past as well. All right. Or we could easily be a nice side benefit. Mm -hmm. So, the facts as I see it uh, from this end is that uh, the majority of you are gone from this time to this time. Uh, Mr. Jean Lu and uh, uh, Miss Wimatai, uh, you were on the ground from this time to this time. Uh, you do have a. We were missing... not on the ground, we were standing up. <laughs> <laughs> I can see Wimatai just glaring daggers at him at this point. <laughs> sure, you were. Sure, you were. Yes, he blinks a couple of times and goes on. Uh, Wimatai here is missing uh, Miskin Axe, uh, which may or may not uh, uh, fit the uh, the murder weapon. Uh, the Emperor Norton's physicians are looking to that currently. Um, uh, so do I have everything down correctly, as you've stated? I can think of nothing else to add at this stage. Okay. If there had been a guard outside our room all the time, which I believe there were, they would know who entered the... There was a guard outside Creer's room. Didn't help him much. Ah, yes, the guards. Uh, he makes a note to himself. I'll need to interview which guards were on duty. Uh, I guess I'll talk to the head of the staff here to find out who those were. All right. You could uh, ask the guards uh, outside who replaced them. Yeah. Uh, just to be... Um, I almost sense, Bert, that you're trying to get the Kang angle in here, but Luke would point out the whole assassination and the intermediary working sort of Ah, angle. okay, so you, okay. Ah, so but those would be the, uh, the poor souls that were put in the stockades. I saw them as I was coming in. 
yes, it might be worth questioning them as well. Uh, very good, very good. Uh, as I understand it, uh, you are free uh, to move about the grounds. Uh, at all times, oh, okay. you will have guards to follow you. You're asked to not leave uh, the palace, uh, or at least within the perimeter of the palace, uh, until this is resolved. Uh, but you are free to leave your rooms. Um, I will get back with you, and uh, he looks at his timepiece again. Uh, give me three or four hours to consult with uh, Mr. Creo's lawyer. Uh, and, um, I will give you an update, um, what I know from that end. Uh, hopefully we can put all this behind us, uh, very quickly. Oh, I, I assume that, uh, though, uh, your, uh, your court case with Mr. Creo is now void, that my standard fees are applying? Yes? Yes, your fees are applying. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, you're now representing us in this other matter in a way. Yes. <laughs> good, good. Uh, one thing I'll do. Are we finished with this scene? Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Sorry, I would just ask him. Hey, how are you getting on with Sean Shrewen? Is that going okay? Oh, quite excellent. He has been a model prisoner. Uh, in fact, uh, he has gotten a bit bored of his captivity, and he has started renovating the house that they're using as a jail cell. Um, I understand he does quite good work. Uh, we are waiting on the circuit judge to arrive, but I think I've got a very good case, uh, and he seems to be getting some public support. Uh, the citizens uh, seem to. Oh, well, I've taken a shine to him. I don't and suppose Golden Mask, whatever her name was, has come by to visit him. Goblin. Uh, her name was Goblin. the woman that wears the Goblin. right. The wears the, the you know, he you know, kind of pantomimes a veil over. Yeah, yes, the you know, woman comes quite frequently. Oh, well, that's good. <laughs> yep. So he'll you know lock up his his little briefcase and. <laughs> mm. Um. Sorry, yes, I just thought of two other people. I mean, there were two other people who... It's, no, there was one other person that Norton... Uh, sorry, that Creole escaped with. We do not know anything about them. It might be yeah. worth finding out who they are. Wait, he pauses for a minute. That was not related to me. There were two other people in those rooms? Uh, we don't was, know if they're in no. his rooms or not, but he they escaped with Creole at the time. We assume they came here. We don't know. Hmm. Well, he makes a note of that. <laughs> good point. Good point. Right. Uh, yeah. So he he's going to go off and basically okay. compare notes. <laughs> uh, one thing I'm going to do, as I said, uh, this is more as just sort of a gesture, as it were, of oh look, we're nice people. Go. I'm going to, with guards obviously following me and other people as well, uh, go to the speed wagon and get probably one of the stagecoach handlers to be there as well to see me. And they were there, sort of, ah, this is what he's doing, sort of thing. Um, taking out something, which means the speed wagon won't work. Basically, hand over the keys, as it were. Ah, okay, sure. As, as a yeah. gesture of good faith. Mm -hmm. So, look, we're not going to try and escape here. You've got my keys. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. Uh, so in the intervening time, uh, does anyone want to see him? Is there anything you want to have happen? I have a question. Quickly. How many guards went with Luke? Because there were five outside. So is yep. there one for each of us? Or uh, were they called Luke... more if we all tried to go out? Yes, yeah, so they called two more to follow Luke. And there's five uh, in your corridor. And there are actually five more in the corridor that uh, Creole was in. So that corridor is still being guarded as well with uh, larger manpower. Mm. Okay. 
All right. Mm-hmm. So, anything from anyone in the meantime? Nope. Oh, nope. I'm good. I'm good. We got any telegraphs we could I send will. to anybody? Yeah. Yes. Is, there is a telegraph machine. Yes, there is. Yep. Well, let's just send a report back to uh, the Van Doren Agency. Okay. What is going on here? Oh, and Eddie, at some point in time, uh, Chuan comes back uh, with an artist who asks if he can sketch you. Oh, sure, sure. I'll, I'll gussy up and let him do it. Right. And I'll send a quick telegram to Caledonia. We're going to try and get murder plot. Be back soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll send a letter off to Richard. <laughs> there you go. Keeping all the bases covered. All right, well, then uh, you guys. We'll, we'll send this. a raspberry off to the preacher. <laughs> So, uh, each of you get two guards if you go off uh, on your own. Uh, and they're, you know, they, they step, they don't stay very close to you. You know, they give you some privacy, but, uh, they're close enough that they could run after you if you yes. made a break for it. But they, uh, they don't try to stay. They're doing big, obvious gestures, as, right, right. you know, things yeah. like that. So but they don't, the keys. they don't try to stay right on you. They're not breathing down yeah. your necks. They're very deferential. You know, but uh, you know, they're they're an obvious presence. Uh, right, there's so, a book in the library about Chinese manufacturing of engines or something, or it's in English that I can read, or about other engines that I can read. Up it now. All right. So what happens? Uh, Barry comes back uh, several hours later, along with food. Uh, food's brought into the room. Barry's requested more alcohol. Uh, <laughs> all right. So he has uh, compiled of no drunks in town. <laughs> yes. Uh, he has compiled notes. Uh, actually, he he asks if he may invite uh, uh, Mr. Creo's <laughs> lawyer in uh, to speak as well. Uh, Mr. Creo's lawyer afforded me the uh, ability to look over uh, Mr. Creo's room. Uh, the gesture would be uh, if you would allow him to cross-examine you as well. Uh, it would be useful. Um, I'm, uh, uh, I'm fine uh, with that. As a lawyer, as long as you're okay with that, then yeah. As I said, uh, this is just a fact-finding uh, leg mm-hmm. just now, uh, and uh, he may have some interesting things to tell you as well. Uh, so, yeah, he, he sticks his head outside the rooms, and he calls uh, uh, Yo, George. Bob, get in here. <laughs> George Hastings. Um, writes down. Who's Davies, then? I thought he was his lawyer. That's what mm-hmm. I thought. I thought the lawyer was Davies. Oh, sorry. Yep, George Davies. Davies, Davies. Hastings, isn't that um, uh, Poirot's man? Yep. <laughs> All right, uh, George Davies uh, comes in. Uh, he's Good a very Hastings. How nice to see you. He's a he's a real thin man uh, that wears a very a very tight, small mustache that's highly greased. It's curled on the ends, uh, and he's got a little uh, little bit of chin hair also. Uh, greased and uh, brought to a point. His hair is slicked back. He is wearing, you know, a hundred dollar suit. <laughs> Great, uh, slightly whiplash. His uh, shoes are highly polished. Uh, he he smiles a glorious smile at everyone. <laughs> the light glints off those beautiful white teeth. <laughs> See, ya. hello, hello, uh, George Davies. Uh, pleasure to meet your acquaintance. Uh, he bows to the women, uh, sticks forth a hand to the men. I bow at him. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, of course. He returns the bow. 
Uh, a bit of unpleasantness, it seems. Uh, well, uh, I was engaged by the formal Mr. Creo. Uh, he puts a little monocle in his eyes. He pulls out his, his notes. Um, in the regards to his, uh, his death, I was, uh, here in the premises, uh, at the time. And, uh, well, um, this is, uh, highly unusual. Um, the. Did you do it? Well, he pauses for a moment. He says, well, I, I, I lack the, the, the arm strength and ability to, uh, produce such a wound as, uh, slew Mr. Creel. Uh, but to answer your question, no. Actually, he's a lawyer. He'll never directly answer your question. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just thought I'd try and catch him out with a yeah. sort of great question. Ha <laughs> Gotcha. Well, yes, I did. No, wait. I didn't mean that. <laughs> um, no, no, no. I, I have, um, I was uh, in a dinner engagement at the time. Uh, I have many people to account for my whereabouts, uh, which uh, your lawyer here uh, has uh, Wait, duly you noted. A, you were at a dinner engagement when it was early in the morning. Well, it was a long engagement. <laughs> <laughs> and you know when it happened? <laughs> 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 Uh, your lawyer says, Mr. Davies was partaking of certain accommodations as provided by uh, Emperor Norton. Uh, it has been checked into. Those accommodations. Yes, yes, well, <clears throat> getting back to uh, uh, the pertinent information here. Uh, Mr. Uh, Creole was uh, slain with a belated weapon, uh, a single massive stroke to the forehead, uh, likely killing him instantly, as uh, Emperor Norton's surgeon seemed to uh, to elaborate here more in the report. He hands over, I understand you're a doctor? Uh, yes, yes. Uh, yes, here. Um, uh, this. Okay, yep. I look it over, yep. and... Um, it's a pretty detailed medical report of uh, the condition of Creole's body. Okay, it was a single stroke to the to the head, he said, yes. right? Yep. So how tall is Wematai versus how tall is Creo? Yep, uh, Wematai is a short woman. Uh, this would have to be uh, overhand blow, chopping upwards. Uh, Creo was at least a foot and a half taller. It depends if he was lying down or not as well. Yep. Yep, it does depend. But um, was he lying down or standing up? Uh, that is indetermined. Uh, he was found on the floor, uh, as if he were taken by surprise, uh, but there were signs that the body was perhaps moved. Uh, all of that is in the report there. Uh, I simply wish to ask, um, well, uh, why I was originally engaged by Mr. Creole. Uh, why are you representing the town of Cram Camden? I am a deputy. I say flashing the place where my badge should be. Oh, you are a law enforcement official of the town. I understand. Yes, yes. Um, and the rest of you? Are you also um, enforcers I have business, of the law? I have business interests in the town. I see, I see. He's taking these. But yes, down. we're all deputies. And did you ever have any personal um, correspondence with Mr. Creole? Have you met him in person? Did you do business with him? <sighs> Uh, we did, I did meet him in person. Um, he, we did not do <clears throat> business with him directly, no. Um, we had some correspondence with him just in person, you know, some interaction, but not, uh, not a lot, not a, not a very much, and did not know him personally very well see, at all. I see, he's nodding the whole time, taking down the notes, and when you stop, he says, and tell me, exactly why did you hate Mr. Creo? 
Oh. And how many, how many times have you hit your wife? <laughs> yes. Oh, why? Do not hate Mr. Creo. Uh, we just had a dispute over a over business matter. Oh, I see. I see. A business matter dispute. Yes, yes. Hmm. And the rest of you? Any personal uh, conduct with Mr. Creo? Uh, business or otherwise? We all went into a shop where he happened to be, but I do not think. Well, no. Who went to his house? Uh, I did. Uh, Sarah, Luke, and Eddie. Eddie. Yeah. Yeah, Richard knows. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, yes. Uh, myself, but, uh, and, but I would only have met him once in the shop. The others, I do not know what they did at the dinner as I was not there. I see, I see. He writes this down and he looks at, uh, he kind of looks between Luke and Eddie and focuses on Eddie. And exactly why did you kill Mr. Creel's daughter? I did not kill her daughter. Um, I don't, I don't know who killed Mr. Creel's daughter. He addressed that firmly at Eddie. Are you stepping in and kind of answering for Eddie? <laughs> well, Eddie said something. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, I'm denying that I killed her. I did not kill his daughter. Okay. Uh, did anyone tell Eddie that he, in fact, did kill everyone in the house? Did anyone actually tell Eddie that? He went, I no idea. The, he went into the house to search for his guns. I presume there were corpses uh, scattered yeah. all over the place. Fair enough. Stuff is around. Uh, Eddie. Yeah, I, I kind uh, of presume that I did kill quite a bit of people afterwards. Right. But okay. Was, um, but she was dead before, wasn't she? Yeah. No, she wasn't. No. You walked out. She was still alive at the time. All right. In which case, uh, since you don't have any personal skills, <laughs> give me give me a smarts roll as an unskilled roll, or just give me an unskilled roll. That's smarts. No, I mean, sorry, not a smarts roll. It's an unskilled roll. Uh, you have uh, under skills. You've got one set up for unskilled. Uh, yeah, okay. Do you want to spend chips on, or do you want that to stand? Um. Let me oh, trait wasn't roll was an actual one, so that counts as a critical fumble. No, it doesn't count as no. a critical fumble. No, critical fumbles are double ones. No, I thought it was just a, I thought it was a fail no. on the wild and a one on the natural. No, it's double. No. Double ones is a critical fail. Some yeah. things are. Hey, doesn't matter what you roll on the wild die. A one on your trait die yeah. is a failure. Like guts rolls, for instance. Mm -hmm. Holy, holy casting. Some of that is bad if you roll ones. Uh, so anyway, are you spinning a chip or do you want to let it stand? And also, I'll just say, hey, we've got tons of cards and nobody's played any. I don't know whether we've got anything which can help out. No, I don't think so. No, I'll just spend the chip. Okay. Now, white's a re-roll. Do you want to re-roll or do you have another color that you can just add plus two? No, I just want to re-roll. You want to re-roll. All right. bad I can get. Okay. Same no. number. All right. <laughs> so, are you going to keep it, or are you going to spend another chip? I will keep it. All right. So, you, you reply as you do. Uh, it sounds a little weak to everybody in the room, uh, but he just notes it down. And you, Mr. Uh, Villeneuve, uh, Canadian. Mm -hmm. uh, yes. Yes, yes. Hmm. yes. Fell a lot of trees in your time? Can't say that I had. Not a lumberjack by profession. No. <laughs> but I, I am see, okay. 
So, <laughs> no experience with axes. No, no, that's not. I've used a gun from time to time to protect myself, as indeed we all have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, he, he writes this down, and uh, he says, uh, Weebatai, uh, is it? Uh, what what tribe uh, are you from? And you know, she'll answer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, when was the last time that your tribe uh, raided, uh, uh, well, uh, he's about to say, uh Basically, whites uh, catches themselves, and it just keeps saying, <laughs> "When's the last time uh, that your tribe went on a raid?" Uh, she answers truthfully. Uh, it's like, uh huh, uh huh. And uh, do you have a particular hatred towards Mister Creel or white people in general? <laughs> <laughs> she answers honestly, "Yes, I want to kill you right now." <laughs> I see. Yes. You'll take a small step back. <laughs> well, sorry, Mr. Davis, if you did ask for an answer, and everyone is being um, honest and truthful here, so... Yes, yes. As uh, your lawyer has said, this is merely a fact-finding uh, mission. Uh, while it is possible that uh, it was uh, an axe blade uh, that slew Mr. Creo, uh, it is uh, far from... Uh, being proven to be such. If you'll notice, uh, the guards themselves carry these large, uh, bladed objects on poles. I, what do they call them? Uh, some sort of pole arm. At, at any rate, uh, one of those weapons could have made a similar injury. It's possible. Uh, we have both interviewed the guards, and it seems that, uh, under uh, a bit of cajoling, it was found that they were, uh, bribed, uh, to leave their posts at different times through the previous day. Uh, so that is uh, a point we'll be taking up with uh, Ibrahim Norton, of course, or, or his head of staff. Uh, we must high. Uh, well, as I was saying, while it is possible that it was an axe wound to do so, the person uh, had, uh, and he's, uh, he's, he's delicate in saying it, uh, I believe to have, uh, I believe the killer to have had more upper body strength than you are possibly possessing. <laughs> also, if you look at Luke, you sort of realize he doesn't have any muscle at all. <laughs> that but you're, does but sound you're Canadian, aren't you all lumberjacks? I mean, <laughs> I think it fell a tree. Maybe when the car crashed into it, but I'm not going to admit to that. <laughs> that does sound consistent with this report. Right. Uh, and your so lawyer cuts I, in. I have a question to ask on this fact finding information. Mm-hmm. Um, who were the gra- the Guards bribed by it. Uh, and this is where your lawyer comes in. Uh, it seems that both of them were uh, deep in gambling debt, uh, and it was uh, they were told that uh, the balance of their debts would be erased if they were to leave uh, their posts. Uh, we are uh, we are trying to reach uh, the man that contacted them both. Uh, he runs uh, uh, gambling uh, here in the lumber camps. Uh, he's being proven difficult to find. And there are two guards, so one guarding us and one guarding Creole? Yes. Is that right? Okay. Uh, your, your lawyer uh, chimes in. And it seems that Creole was here with uh, two men, uh, two servants. Uh, they had, uh, much like your layout here, uh, two bedrooms to each end, a uh, common room here. Mr. Creel would take uh, on the parallel side across the hallway. Uh, he would be in this room here. He shows you, you know, it would be the room that Luke would be in, but on the opposite side. And his men were on the opposite side here. His men are nowhere to be found, however. Uh, their belongings are intact. Uh, 
they didn't take uh, their gun belts are still on their bedposts. Uh, so we are trying to locate his men now. Uh, as I said, uh, it seems that the body had been moved. Uh, there was small signs of struggle. Uh, it's possible that his men could have done this and then fled. Uh, the staff reports uh, that he was quite energetic with the staff here and his men. Uh, he swore at them constantly and uh, berated the staff here. So it is possible that his men uh, took exception to their treatment, uh, decided to kill uh, Mr. Creo and make their way away. But as I say, they left uh, not only their gun belts, but their boots. And Mr. Creel had a substantial amount of cash in his pocket, which was still on the body when it was found. That would seem odd. You are aware, however, that Mr. Creole employed known felons on his uh, land, which these two servants he had would have been. <laughs> Mr. Creole's uh, lawyer speaks up and says, Ah, uh, um, those men served their just time and have been uh, in the eyes of the good citizens and uh, the law and the parts have been uh, uh, pardoned of uh, their offenses uh, and uh, have uh, served the consequences of any injustice they may have done in the past. I merely point out the kind of people he employed. It is easy to fall back into a way. A single spark can set a prairie fire. Yes. Uh, well, uh, these are the facts as we see them. Uh, there is no more reason uh, to suspect anyone or all of you than there is to suspect his uh, missing cohorts or even uh, the person who potentially bribed the guards to be away. Uh, Miss, uh, Emperor Norton uh, has asked that you stay one more day. Uh, he gives us that long to resolve this uh, before he... Well, uh, if we can't find out the true culprits, it will... Uh, uh, he, well, uh, I can't speak for him. He will make a statement of some sort, and uh, you will uh, be able to leave on your way and get to uh, whatever businesses uh, you... Uh, report to uh, uh, endure with. Uh, uh, good day, good day. Uh, he bows to everybody very sharply. Uh, if anybody shakes his hand, you notice that he wipes his hand off with a cloth after shaking everybody's hand. Oh, I don't think anybody touches him. <laughs> no, we don't. He opens the door and uh, he cleans the doorknob off uh, and then he closes it with the uh, uh, the handkerchief as <laughs> he leaves. Fingerprints aren't a thing, yeah. Are they? No, they're so not. he's not cleaning fingerprints. No, he's no. just chosen. Does Barry stay here, or does he go with him? Barry stays here. He's enjoying a bottle okay. of wine. <laughs> smart man. Well, that uh, is how things stand uh, at this time. Uh, it seems that uh, our next likely, uh, well, my next likely chore is to round out this. Uh, uh, this gambling den uh, owner or runner or whatever they call them around here. If I can find him and collaborate the guard story and find out why he had these guards moved at this particular time, I think we can put uh, put these uh, allegations to rest. I suspect we all think it's likely that he was just told to by some higher authority. Hmm. Now, I also suspect that the two people who were there are dead as well. Because they did yeah. not take their boots, which seems very odd. But why would they hide the bodies, though? Why would they bother even hiding the bodies? 
Maybe the... That is also odd. Maybe the bodies actually haven't been hidden, and they've just been... Not found? Huh? Yeah, removed or not found yet. Perhaps not... they are still alive. For yeah. Some they could be... Because mm, no, then they would probably have collected up the bones as well. Well, what time were the guards told to leave their posts? Were they away for hours, or...? Uh, each one uh, states that they were gone for roughly an hour. Uh, the one guarding your entrance, uh, sure enough, was gone during the time when you and Wimatai were enjoying the grounds. Yes. And the other was uh, much later that morning. Okay, so... So, was Creole dressed or undressed? Dressed. Or... So he was still awake at the time when he was killed, which was approximately when the guard went away, mm-hmm. which was the middle of the night, essentially. Yes. Definitely a time when uh, normal people would be asleep already. Hmm. This is interesting. Well, it uh, certainly there is enough uh, leeway here on one side or the other that uh, no clear allegations can be made against you. I'm sure that... Uh, uh, if we just put a, or if I just put a, a bit of effort into trying to track down this uh, gambling master, uh, if we can find him or not, it's probably enough for Emperor Norton to uh, uh, to wash his hands of this, and there to be no um, repercussions on his end. Uh, it is likely that he'll simply claim if it was Creo's men that did this and uh, took off, and of course he, uh, while. The sanctity of uh, his roof uh, has been broken. It was broken by those that were not employed by him or uh, in his uh, care. Um, if Creos men did this, uh, well, whether they did or did not, it's likely that that's how it's going to be uh, publicized. So what if the weapon is found now and it is identified as one of ours? Oh, well, that is, that is a different question. Uh, the weapon's found. Uh, I'm, I'm sure allegations will be uh, levied, uh, seeing as it is a weapon uh, in your room, or that was in one of your rooms. Uh, I, yes, I did note the, uh, the forcible entry of that room, uh, but then again, it could be argued that it was put on by you uh, to show that the room had been broken into. I don't find that to be likely. I'm just stating what uh, my fellow barrister would likely claim. Just wondering what us as PCs can do. don't think we can do too much. Mm. Well, uh, are you saying that out loud? Or since you said PC, I guess not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's sort of how do uh, what we do to advance this sort of plot? Because it seems like we don't have much interaction with it. Uh, Ask him, hey, anything we can do to help out here? I mean, going around and finding the murderers ourselves is probably going to be frowned on, as with suspects. So, Well, true, but uh, finding the, the runner of the gambling den uh, would likely help, uh, as it is unlikely that he did the deed himself. Uh, but finding him uh, would would help. 
Give a thumbs up to uh, Eddie and Luke, who are the most likely of this party to go gambling. <laughs> We're restricted to the palace. Ah, to that. Uh, it seems that if you are willing to take a guard with you, uh, you are uh, you have uh, free range. Uh, the restrictions have been lifted since we seem to have now multiple uh, possibilities for the murderer. Hmm. So a guard. Well, if only we had contacts at the logging area. So a guard, any guard? Excuse me, guard. Uh, no, you the... said a, a guard would have to go with it. Oh yes, yes. Uh, any guard from the palace staff. So one of the two who is accused of leaving the place at the time yes. would therefore know where the gambling thing regularly takes place. An excellent suggestion, Mister Jean Lu. Hmm. Interesting. An idea. <coughs> Alright, yeah, he can arrange that if that's what you want to do. Well, again, I look at Eddie and Luke. Shrug my shoulders. That actually sounds like a very good idea. I'm not entirely clear on what you're asking us to do, so... To go and find the gambling person. He wants us to go gamble and lose money. He, this... I don't have any money to lose. <laughs> well, then well, it should be easy for you. I'm sure they have some. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right, well, so we can do this. Planned? Okay. Yeah, sure. All right, yeah, so the guard that was guarding your entrance uh, and was bribed to go away uh, is tasked into duty to be uh, your <laughs> your guard for the day. Um, you can ask him anything you want to start off with. Uh, uh, what you do know is that the, the gambling all takes place in the uh, in the wood camp, in the uh, not the millworking camp. It's not, not here in the palace. Hmm. Who's here at the moment with us then? Austin the guard, that's it. Yep. Okay. I'll look at the person who speaks Chinese fluently and be able Actually, to. Actually, uh, the lawyer will tag along with you if you'll have him. Hmm. I think it's a bit. We've got a fair few people here, so. Yeah, I'll go get my key back and get put the stagecoach back together so we got the speed wagon up and running. Mm hmm. So, do we have any questions for the guard before? Where are we going? You are going to go gambling to try and find... Oh, you want to ask him where we are going. Yeah, well, uh, he, he only speaks Chinese. Uh, he doesn't know... I will uh, translate. Yeah. I mean, right, so what he, what he comes up with is he, he, he will take you to where he goes to gamble. He doesn't know where to find the guy, but he knows where the gambling takes place. Which lawyer is oh. going with them? Your lawyer. Okay. Very Millhouse. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. So he does. Yeah, he takes you to the camps. Uh, actually, you're, you'll wait until uh, basically dinner time uh, because there's no point going while they're working. Uh, so he will take you to where uh, the men go to gamble after their day's work. Uh, it's uh, mostly dicing. Um, so he takes you. 
through the logging camp uh, to a side to an area that has been uh, basically clear cut uh, quite a while ago. And there's a lean-to shack that's been put together, fairly sizable. And you guys can smell as you're coming up. Uh, there's a strange odor uh, coming out, uh, or just just kind of surrounding the shack. Uh, there is uh, a sound of uh, many men inside, kind of uh, either uh, yelling out in joy or <laughs> groaning. And uh, it sounds like you know, there's a lot of people in there, and some funky scent coming out of the cabin. Okay, <clears throat> just to be clear before we go on, who is there oh. and who is not there? All the PCs, oh, I imagine, including Wimatai and uh, Barry and your guard. Oh, yeah. all the people. Okay. Uh, unless you didn't want to go. I mean, well, I mean, it's just, it does sound like a good mission to send Luke and Eddie undercover, so to speak. Oh, yes, the, white, the, the yeah. white guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I realize that you're white guys, but you're also the guys. Who don't who speak up. Chinese and thus right. unable to actually. No, because, of course, the people that we talked to in the tavern in Camden, who were from Quan's camp, didn't at all speak English. They didn't nope, at all no have friends with the people in the bar or anything. No, no. Just randomly yeah. assume that nobody can do anything. It's just that logging camps usually aren't places where women go, and that might not be a great... Let's put it this way, you might get more information if I'm not there. Yeah, that's fine. So who wants to be there? Um, and the, the one thing that is known is the guard does not speak English. Yeah. Uh, which I'm happy to be there, but Jameis is a little bit lost on what exactly the plan is. So You are trying to find the guy who bribed the yeah, guard. How we're doing that, I'm not quite sure. Is the whole point. I don't know until I get there. I, well, you, you go then. Plan, you've got to go as well. I have got to go now to translate because... Uh, Okay. Yes. So the means folk are going off to do something stupid. All right. And I will stay, and I, I will stay behind with Mimatai, and right. we will have a nice we... long chat. <laughs> <laughs> when you hear us screaming, come running. <laughs> I say... hear the distinctive cry of a white man <laughs> from the logging camp miles yes. away. Yes. I reckon they'll probably be close by. We'll back up and stuff. Gonna, well, we've got the speed wagon out there. They can do just stand the speed oh, You're going to come and sit in the speed wagon. Hey, we're going to go in here and gamble for a couple of hours. You sit in the car. <laughs> nope, we've got no lights in the car. Yeah, that sounds like a good plan. I mean, I've got no problem if you want to come along for this. No, actually, um, yeah, it might be better if we if we did just come along and sit in the car just in case. <laughs> All right. This is... <laughs> All right, yeah, so you guys are parked out in the car. Uh, Eddie, Luke, and Young and the guard go in. Barry will not come along. He'll stay in the... No, he, since you guys are talking, Barry will come along, but he'll stay outside, uh, just kind of minding his own business. <laughs> All right, so, uh, Eddie, you're going in. Uh, you give me a perception roll. <laughs> you smell... Have... Sorry, you can't spend anything over the smell. <laughs> Sorry, I just have to say, Barry's a black lawyer, right? Yep. So we are leaving the women and the black man outside. This just... I'm sorry. Taking the white it's guys very, and the Chinese man. It's yeah. very 19th century, yes, but the oh, Chinese certainly is. a translator. Yeah, uh, yeah I know. It's just... Sorry. The two white guys are going in with this servant, yes. <laughs> 
All right, Eddie. Uh, what's your gambling you perception? Perception as notice. Uh, yes, yes. All right. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, that yeah. Uh, you open the door. You guys are basically assaulted by just this plume of uh, smoke that just kind of wells up from the inside. Uh, Eddie, give me a stamina roll. Ooh. Stamina. What's stamina? Vigor? Sorry, no, sorry. Vigor. Give me a vigor roll. Just straight up vigor roll. All right. Uh, You feel high as a kite for a moment. Uh, before your system kind of kicks in and purges it out of you. Uh, the rest of you guys don't have this hyper senses that Eddie has, so it's going to take you a little bit to <laughs> for it to accumulate. So, yeah, Eddie, it's, uh, yeah, and there you go. Just for a moment, you feel this, whoa, <laughs> flying in the air, just <laughs> way out there, and then uh, you snap back pretty quick. So there are... About a dozen men in here. Uh, they're kind of set up on tables. Uh, they're playing some kind of dice game that involves, you know, they uh, have a shaker cup and they slam it down on the table. And they seem to be wagering in uh, what the results of the dice are going to be. And there's lots Not of... Not Liar's Dice, is it? I was going to say Peruto, it sounds like. Yeah. And so they're betting on the fall of the dice. Um, so, yeah, this is uh, what you're... Uh, what you come into, uh, the guards tell you that he's looking around. He tells you that, uh, uh, I guess the, the guy who runs it, uh, he's not here, but he points to a couple of, uh, guys in the back who seem to be going around table to table and, uh, they're, you know, the loser's money they're taking, they're sticking in like a little, uh, a coffee can, uh, that they have uh, attached to their, their belts and they're going around just basically taking, uh, the winnings from the house. You know, putting it away. Right. He said, "Those are those are two of his men there." Did we bring along any seed money or not? I would hope we did. Yeah, something. Yeah, I assume that everybody has some money on them at any given time. Right. Uh, So everybody kind of stops and sees the. White guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Eddie, uh, you spent a drunken night uh, in Camden, uh, throwing axes not just with Olaf's uh, crew, but also uh, talking to some of the Chinese that were getting there, uh, getting their drunk on there as well. And so you get a greeting from one of the tables, You're like ah, <laughs> Eddie. <laughs> uh, raise my hands, get a big smile. One of them comes over, throws an arm around, uh, throws an arm around your neck, and sticks a clay jug in your hand. Is it drink up? Come on! <laughs> oh, uh, it's on. <laughs> it's on. I, I'm, I'm drinking it and just yeah. having a ball. Yeah, it's pretty raw alcohol. It's probably distilled out here uh, from just whatever they're able to <laughs> pull out of the ground. Uh, but yeah, you get into a game pretty fast and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, there's a bunch of guys that you got drunk with earlier, so yeah, they bring you right in. Uh, the rest of you guys, people just start ignoring you after a while. Yeah, the after one of your numbers was kind of brought in, and <laughs> you gonna bring Luke to the table as well, or are you just gonna let him stand there? <laughs> yeah, I'll bring Luke over. All right, uh, Young, what are you doing? Mm. Um, presumably the guard gets cooled over as well somewhere. 
Uh, by a group of uh, people who like, hey, he regularly gambles with us. Yeah, uh, several people are calling out to him, but he's kind of standing, you know, <laughs> next to you. <laughs> like, I'm supposed to be guarding you. I can't gamble now. Pick, pick your table. Okay, he goes over and and so I'll go with. Oh, who's your friend? Oh, more room! Come on, you have money. <laughs> and they start passing yes. around these clay jugs of really awful but strong alcohol. Huh. Well, there we are. We split the party into three different places. That's all we found. Uh, I go to a different table, so we're in four. <laughs> 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 all right. So eventually, uh, the two guys that the guard had pointed out as being working for the you know, the the pit owner, the the gambling uh, main guy, they come by and uh, to your table with uh, Luke and Eddie, uh, and they start taking the house's uh, take and start putting them in the the coffee cans. Oh. All right. Okay. Uh, you guys continue to gamble on, in which case, uh, uh, soon. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I was just wondering, any sign that they speak English? Or I suppose it's all Chinese at this point. You want to say something to them? Some of the guys at the table speak enough English, enough to get drunk with Eddie and. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, how you you? Hey! And he looks up at you. Uh, you notice he goes to his, uh, his waistband where there is a. You know, there's a knife. I, you know, he grabs the hilt of it like you're about to start some trouble, but he doesn't pull this it out. Is, it's like, hey, yeah, this is all, this is all penny ante stuff. Where's the real gambling? Uh, he talks to his friend. He's like, oh, you high roller, you want a bigger yes. game? Yes. Let's see the money. Blood of what? All right. Yeah, uh, they talk back and forth, and they say, uh, just you. Look over at Eddie, see if he has any interest in making part of this, or if he's something you're too drunk to notice. Oh, I'll smile and say, yeah, I'm, I'm game. Let's go. Ten dollar each. I give ten dollars to each of them. Okay. It's like, alright. Uh, they stuff it in their pockets, and uh, they say, you come, you know, they kind of motion you to come with us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Alright. Uh, young, you, know, you see Luke and Eddie, uh, stand up and they're following, uh, the two guys who are collecting money. They're leaving the shack. We found a way to escape our guard. <laughs> yeah, I was just wondering, what's the guard going to do at this point? Does he, He's does gambling. He... I mean, you sat him down. He's drinking and gambling. Okay. <laughs> You stay and watch him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sure. Luke and Eddie can handle themselves. So I will stay here in case the guy turns up here as well. All right. Yeah. Uh, We're wearing our guns, right? Just making sure. Uh, sure. Why not? Yeah. Um, okay. All right, Sarah, Sarah and Wimitai, you see, uh, you see uh, uh, Luke and Eddie kind of follow these two guys out. Uh, Barry sees it too. Barry's just kind of, you know, just enjoying the night, <laughs> sitting down, having a smoke out of his pipe, uh, waiting for things to resolve. So he sees you guys leave. Uh, he might try and follow in a bit. But anyway, you're led uh, a bit further away from the ruckus shack, and uh, you're getting to where there's uh, some housing set up. These are a bit more permanent than just kind of the lean-to huts that you saw a lot of the workers have. These are you know, these are made of timbers. They're standing structures that aren't really meant to be moved. Uh, somewhat nicer. 
Um, but there's a set of four of them, and they're leading you to the middle one. Uh, you guys can kind of you know, hear some uh, some people talking in there. They bring you right up to the front door where there's a couple of burly, short but burly guys in the front. And they one of them pulls out one of the tins that you give him, Luke, and he mm-hmm. uh, speaks Chinese, Chinese, Chinese <laughs> to this guy. Uh, he looks at both of you, and uh, the one that brought you there, he says, show him your money. Show him you have money. Right. <clears throat> yeah, right, sure. Yeah, we got money. Wad, here we go. All right. Hey, one of them holds the door open for you. All right, let me go. All right. Atmosphere in here is uh, not quite as ruckus, and all the uh, the hallucinogenic, hallucinogenic smoke is not in the air, which reminds me, Luke, uh, give me a bigger roll. <laughs> Even better, we have no idea what the guy looks like that we're looking for. Barely. All right, yeah, your, Barely. Head's, a little, your head's a little swimmy. You're feeling pretty good. Uh, you're not sure if it's the alcohol or the smoke, uh, but uh, there's a, a nice table set up where some people are uh, gambling here. They're playing a different game with tiles. Uh, it's like a more, a much more complex game. There are four men at yeah. the table. Uh, Many people in today's society still don't understand Mahjong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, they're dressed uh, much nicer. You got, you figure these guys are maybe the foremans of the camp. Uh, there's definitely more money being wagered on the table. Uh, uh, one of the guards says something to the man at the head of the table who just motions to you guys to take a seat. Mm-hmm. Will we do so? Yeah, All right. absolutely. All right. Uh, somebody comes over and basically, uh, you know, you are you put your money down and you're given tiles and you're basically dealt into the game. I don't expect either of you have played Mahjong before. Nope. Yep, the game is not explained to you. <laughs> Could but Eddie have done it when he was drinking with the. Uh, oh yeah, Eddie might have. Uh, just give give me a smart roll. Let's just see if you can remember well enough what they were teaching you. Ooh. Oh heck yeah, Eddie is apparently good at this sort of thing. Sure, you remember how to play this game. I'm not going to try to play to win. I'm just going to try to play just to break even and get okay. information. Right, good enough. All right, uh, so as you sit okay. down. Uh, Someone uh, comes by with a, a silver tray, and on the tray are some rolled, uh, they look like cigars, hand-rolled. Uh, they offered it to you, uh, you both. Okay, yep. Yep. Uh, Eddie, this is more of the uh, the smoke that you were smelling in the other place, uh, the, although here it's all, it's rolled up into, uh, like, cigars as opposed to be just being burnt like incense. <laughs> Oh, yeah, good stuff. <laughs> <clears throat> right, uh, so yeah, you guys are dealt out tiles, and the man at the head of the table says, uh, So, uh, you are guests of uh, our Emperor Norton. Yes, what a fine emperor he is. Sometimes his guests come out and uh, look for entertainment that can't be found on the palace grounds. Our emperor, he is uh, not a man of many vices. <clears throat> He's pure of spirit. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just trying to think of how I don't want to take this. I could very easily be offended over Norton's honor. So, <laughs> just like, yeah, well, he just well, it's not really an honor hit. He just no. tells you that Norton is no, no, yeah, a moral yeah, yeah, person. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's pure of spirit. That's why I probably he's pure of spirit. <sighs> yeah, there's uh, there's some conversation going around. The guy at the head of the table seems to be the only one that either speaks English or is willing to speak English to you. Yeah. Is there any um, sign of the big 
of a big pit boss in the area. Yeah, hold on a second. We're trying to get Chris back. He can't hear us. Oh, can't he? Yep. Oh, odd. Yeah, he oh. dropped from Skrp. 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 That's what it feels like lately. Thanks, Microsoft. Is this going to be involved gambling school or Pacific Mahjong school? Or... Just gambling if you've got it. I will have it in a moment. I now have Please. a D6 in it. All right. <laughs> well, give us a roll. Let's see how you're doing. And tell me what you're playing for. Are you playing to break even, win? Um... Uh, I did have a plan. I'm going to throw that one out the water. I'm going to play to win. Also, right. I'm feeling good, so let's play to win. I'm rolling this just because it's a D6 skill. Uh-huh. That's crap. All right. You want to chip it? Yep. Well, right. uh, it's a success, which basically means you'll lose a little. Uh, but you're, you know, you're you're doing it well enough that you're prolonging the game. You're drawing it out. And you're showing that you have some skill at it. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm trying to get okay. Chris back. Yeah, yeah, I'm just telling you if my plan's going to work or not. What the hell? Let's go for it. Once Chris is back, I'll try to put my plan into action. Well, we'll see what Chris wants to do first. He's got yep. to Sharon, are you there? Yes, I am. All right. Uh, so when you saw Luke and Eddie go off uh, with uh, these two guys, are you doing anything? you following? You didn't see Young or the guard come out of the shack, just uh, Luke and Eddie. Okay. Um... They didn't seem to be under duress, and they were following instead of being in front of the two guys. Okay, um, I will ask Mimitai to stay there, uh, stay in the, stay in the speed wagon for a second. Actually, I'm just going to ask Mimitai to just follow them and just, 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 she's the one who's, (laughs) yeah, just, just find out where they're going and then come back so that we just know where they are. Yep, uh, go ahead and roll, uh, Mimitai's stealth for me. Uh, who's got Mimitai's Uh, sheet? Luke's got it. I do. Yep. I thought I just did. There we go. Well, wow. yep. Yep. <laughs> Deadly in the night. Now, if you had told her to take out somebody. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So she's she is following. Uh, Chris, you're back. Okay. Uh, all right. So Luke has picked up the game from your instruction. He seems to be doing very well. Um, all right. So Luke, uh, you were asking uh, the pit boss something or the. The guy at the table that's able to speak English, you ask him anything in particular. He, you know, he's like, oh, you play pretty well, uh, as you, you know, mm-hmm. you win a hand or two here. You're still down for the night, but not much. Yep. So, uh, has Chris got any particular planning to put in place at the moment before I do something stupid? And, Eddie, do you have any gambling skill? Are you with us, Chris? Yes, I am here. All right. Uh, do you have gambling? Uh, no, you do not. Um, Give me an unskilled roll. Oh, and back off on the microphone a little bit. <laughs> okay, is that better? Yeah, it's better. Okay. Uh, let me find everything I have to get back into. Uh, what am I trying to do? Just do an unskilled roll. You don't have gambling as a skill. Correct. Yep. All right, yeah, you lose a lot. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, but luckily you told uh, Luke how to play the game, so Luke is uh, <laughs> Luke is doing well enough to keep the game going and keeping interest in it. Uh, so I think the guy opens up a bit more. Are you smoking? Yep. <laughs> sure. Oh, right. have to. Yeah. yeah. 
That's why I'm about to do my really stupid thing. All right. So what is your really stupid thing? Nothing. Other than playing a ringtone. <laughs> no, that was me. That was me. I'm sorry. So, Chris, did you have any particular plans you wanted to do right this moment? No. No. Okay. My plan is to make bigger and bigger bets until finally I must apply collateral, which I'll provide Speedwagon. We're going to insist on talking to the big boss guy in order to get this happening. So then I know who the big boss guy is. Ah, uh, so you are, you see, so you're asking to talk to the big boss guy. Eventually, once I sort of, because I said I'm going to make bigger, bigger bits, so I say, okay, we're going to need better collateral. Hey, look outside, speed weapon, that's mine. Oh, it's, okay, I, I get what you're saying. You're going to get someone to authorize your bet. Ah, yeah. okay, yeah. So the guy at the table's like, hmm. Uh, uh, hold on. Uh, he gets up off the table and he goes, uh, you know, into a back room. Uh, there's some discussion. And a very short man, uh, he's, he's older, a little stooped to build. He's got this, uh, Huge black mole on the side of his uh, side of his cheek. He's got hair growing out of it. He comes over and he's like, "Ah, oh, uh, so you want to uh, bet your carriage?" Yep, I'm pretty good at this game. I've got it sorted out now. He says, uh, "I need to look at it. Sure, I need to see what it's worth." All right, uh, so it comes out. All right. Uh, two of the burly guys follow uh, behind, but not like right on your heels. And as we go, sort of so is all this yours then? It's a pretty impressive operation. Oh no, no, this uh, uh, the the camp? No, the camp's not mine. It's uh, it's uh, Lord Quan's camp. Uh, the gambling, mm, yes. the gambling. Yes, mine. the gambling. Yeah, this is quite impressive operation. You've got this all set up. Yeah, keep the money within the local economy. It's quite good. <laughs> Lines my pockets. Uh, you know, then sometimes go to Camden to drink. Uh, ah. But uh, for those of us that have to work uh, too much or too early, we stay here and get their money. Oh, this is a fine carriage. He starts looking at it. Uh, yep. Sharon, there's, uh, there's a guy kind of just uh, looking around the carriage. Uh, Luke's there with him. A couple yeah. of guys in the back. Eddie, did you come too or did you stay and keep playing? I'll, I'll keep playing and lose. Alright, you're losing really bad. And they love oh, well. you. <laughs> they love you. Alright. Yeah, uh, if I see Barry. I'm sure I see Barry yeah. around. Yeah, Barry's around. He's sitting there enjoying hey, Barry. the night, smoking his pipe. This here is the main pit boss. Nudge, <laughs> nudge, wink, wink, heavy right. eye tilt. The guy smiles really, you know, really large. He's showing off his yellow teeth viz. He's like, oh, pleasure to meet you. Would you like to gamble as well? I, uh. <laughs> So we met her, where's we met her at this point? Is she back with us? Or? She was stealthing around. You don't see her. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully she'll be here when we need her. <laughs> yes. We're about to meet her. There he says, oh, just the man I needed to see. I understand that you paid some guards to uh, leave their shift the other day. Uh, he, you know, <laughs> He goes, like, very, you know, very pale. And his two guards, thing. yeah, his two guards That's... come up. And, uh, they, you know, he, with a look from him, they come up and, uh, they, they look like they, they pull out these, uh, thick pieces of wood, uh, like shillelaghs and they're, they're reaching out to beat the hell out of you. Uh, Tai can have a free attack as she jumps from the shadows. <laughs> so we actually going straight to attack, are we? Well, uh, it's up to you. They're going after you. I mean, he, they pull out these hardwood clubs and they're coming in at you. Uh, yeah. 
If you don't want her to attack, you don't have to, but they... That's not that. It's just that Luke's probably thinking, we could have just talked about it. We might just be able to pay him to get the information, and then Weemon suddenly comes in with an attack. Ah, that's perfect, yes. <laughs> All right, what's fighting? Does she get a bonus because she's hidden? Uh, yeah, yeah, give her a plus two. Ooh. Wow, he needed it. Ooh. Uh, well, that's, yeah, that's going to beat their parry. She's using the tomahawk. <laughs> well, come on, what else she, would she use? <laughs> why not? But what right, the hell yeah. did that roll? What the hell did that roll? Uh, oh, I know what that yeah. rolled. That was the wrong roll. I was meant to roll damage. Yep. I clicked on the wrong thing. <laughs> oh, okay, wow. Uh, uh, we make Ty cuts one of them down. Yeah. Not white, uh, but what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> blood goes spraying, blood goes spraying, brains leak out the end of her axe, and she lands on this guy's back, and then she just kind of looks over at the other one, uh, who drops his club and goes running into the night. <laughs> uh, your lawyer uh, adjusts uh, adjusts his bow tie and says. Well, clearly we were defending ourselves as your man meant us harm with the weapon in his hand there. I'm sure everyone here can attest to that. We were not doing bigger <laughs> I nod. We just kind of working the axe back and forth to get it out of the back of the guy's skull. <laughs> and she's just staring at this uh, the guy here as she's doing it. Um Speaking of odors in the night, there's another one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah. So, uh, Barry just comes forward and says, Hi, I have some questions for you. Emperor Norton would like to know. Uh, you know basically, he starts questioning the guy. And um, Barry's pretty good at this. Let me... Do, 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 do. <coughs> yes, Critical Barry pretty good at this. Um... Okay, so yeah, the guy the guy tells you that uh, uh, eventually what comes out is that yes, um, he was paid uh, to have this done. Uh, he didn't know exactly what was going to happen. Uh, it comes out, turns out that King uh, has some men in this camp, and yes, King some King's men came to him and said, "I need these guards gone during this time." It was King, um, right? Yeah. Yep. <sighs> Oh well, yep. And that's all he knows. Uh, his men, uh, neither him nor his men, actually committed the murder. Uh, he was just told that these these guards needed to be away at this time, and so uh, that's what he did. Yep. Uh, anyone else? Is there any commotion inside that would alert Eddie? Or anybody else? Uh, no, that was fast. I mean, I just <laughs> jumped out of the shadows and just axed this guy in the brains, and <laughs> that was it. <laughs> <laughs> She's good at what she does. <laughs> She's very good at what she does. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, any further questions for him, Barry? We're done. Barry, uh, well, Barry does Ooh. ask him. Well, he says, "Well, what of uh, what do you Which know spy? about the two men uh, that were Ooh. in Creo's room?" And uh, the guy says, "Faints. You know, I, I don't. I was just paid to get the guards away. That's all. Uh, that's all I know." 
And Barry's like, I believe him. <laughs> we want to try and find King's spies? Would it be with it or just basically it's all political? Uh, Barry. Oh, yeah, it's Barry. Uh, Barry says, no, I think we have what we need. Um, okay. This is enough for Norton to save face. Cool. Well, assuming our friend here will accompany us and tell him, uh, tell uh, the Emperor what he knows. Oh, I'm sure he will. <laughs> we Matai has successfully <laughs> pulled the axe out and is staring at the guy as the, as the blood and brains drip off the edge. <laughs> um, okay, I'll go get Eddie and uh, Young and we'll get okay. back. <clears throat> and by that, I say, I say that, but we know how successful Luke is. I'm not sure. <laughs> Eddie, no, Eddie, don't, don't put that there. <laughs> Brian, do you have enough money to cover this? Really? Go on. Come on, let's go. <laughs> Eddie, yeah, you lost, the, you lost a bit of money there, Eddie. <laughs> uh, it happens. Yeah, but your friends love you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's all that matters. <laughs> right. Uh, young, you can definitely see why this guard was in such debt. He plays horribly. Uh, <laughs> at one point in the night, he's like, uh, so can you spot me of you? <laughs> you bet that one of the dice would roll an eight on a six-sided die. No. <laughs> so, uh, I'll come in, see what game they're playing. Put down a sort of bit of money to cover it. Do a roll of the dice. So I get a gambling roll. And just sort of ace it and then walk out. <laughs> now, do I actually ace it? <laughs> I'll give us a roll as you come in. Throw your money down. Uh, oh no, no. I'm gonna spend the chips on this because sure. we're pretty much done. No, no. What is no, wrong with you? I'm, I'm blowing chips on this. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, okay. well, it's a success. That's good. Yeah, enough. yeah. So you walk in and you say, oh, three ones. I'll throw fifty dollars." Now, ooh, <laughs> yeah. And... That's when it comes up. Uh, yeah, everybody is like, oh. yeah. It's still, it doesn't compare to how much Eddie lost. So uh. no, no. But I wasn't trying to get Eddie. I was trying to get Young and the guard out oh, of yeah, here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Eddie lost the speed wagon. <laughs> well, well, somebody had to. All right. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, let's just uh, let's just go to. Uh, uh, just, uh, just some follow up here. So what ends up happening? Yep. So Emperor Norton, once all the information is given to him, he feels like he's free to come and see you again. You know, he apologizes, but he had to, he had to not show favoritism. Uh, it, his position is such that he has to, uh, maintain, uh, a certain level of obedience to the staff and, uh, for him to be seen as a, a fair and just ruler, he could not, he can't show, uh, favoritism to those that he, uh, that he knows and uh, enjoys the company of. But uh, once you found out that uh, King was trying to instigate something here um, to make him look bad, uh, it's helpful. Uh, this information will be passed on to Quan and be brought up at the next meeting uh, that the Shan Fan triads uh, you know, have, uh, since he is, yeah. you know, he's, he's, he's in that as well. Uh, as yeah. But uh, to show his... Um, uh, his uh, his thankfulness that you were willing to be good sports about it and uh, not just leave or, or cause. Uh... Do you guys just leave the dead body back there? By the way, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they've got dead Chinese people turning up all the time. So. <laughs> all right, yeah, just left back there. 
Uh, well, he thanks you for not not causing uh, not causing this to be uh, more of an issue. He says that I understand uh, from my gondolier that you enjoy taking one of our balloons out. It was excellent. Uh, Wonderful so trip. He makes a gift to you. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Does that renowned card work for just one person or many, Chris? It would be like if you want to use it here, you could be well known. What would be perfect is to use it uh, on the camp, and so you would be like, you know, like uh, that excellent die roll that Luke made. You could be renowned for being an excellent gambler, or Eddie could, if Eddie played it, for instance, he would be well liked well, here. I can't here. play it. It'll be Eddie playing it. Yeah. So, yeah, Eddie could play it, and he could be well-liked here just because he's good company, and uh, he, you know. <laughs> he loses sure. gracefully. Yeah, exactly. It's more yeah. about losing. Exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. all about the losing. Oh, yeah. Or, or you could play it in the palace and have the people here remember uh, you more uh, favorably uh, as well. Either place. No, I could play it in the palace because a guy did the portrait of me. <laughs> there you go. So everybody right. remembers me because of the portrait. All right, all right. Yeah, for some reason, there's a full moon in the background of the portrait. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here it goes. There it goes. And we present yeah. him with the candies, of course. Now that we're off. Yeah. Have these yep. <laughs> exotic treats, which we're not at all trying I'm to... very play. honored by your guest. In return, we present to you this means you're purring. In no way meant to buy your... Uh, so is he giving us a balloon? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. We have... As Bert said, it can fit on the top of the speedway quite nicely. Right. We have nowhere to put any of this stuff if we go by boat. It is not going to fit on the tugboat-like thing that we've got. This You'll is have a, to buy him a bigger boat. wagon. Yes. This is a huge stagecoach wagon. That is not going we'll to fit on the boat. bigger boat. We haven't <laughs> faced... No, we have faced a shark. So, yeah, we need a bigger boat. We need a bigger yeah. boat anyway, yeah. Exactly. And given when what we've doubt, done, I'm pretty sure we could wrangle ourselves a bigger boat somehow. When in doubt, get a bigger boat. It's very right. simple. But we blew up the last, well, we blew up the first big boat that we came across. Mm -hmm. So, uh, <laughs> you're left with the, the only real question, uh, which your lawyer just kind of puts out there, but doesn't want to do anything with because this was a satisfactory enough conclusion for the Emperor. Uh, was that why were Creo's two men missing? Uh, because it doesn't doesn't track with King trying to set up um, Emperor Norton because because now there's actually conjecture that his two uh, servants may have killed him and made off. Uh, why would they not have killed them too and left them in the room? Uh, so that is the only question that remains unanswered: is where yep. did the two guys go? Perhaps I can think they, of an answer, but nothing that makes sense of them leaving their gear behind. I mean, yeah, they could have run mm -hmm. off themselves. So, yeah, I mean, they could have gone, oh, look, here's a situation with uh, Creole dead. We're probably going to get fingered for it. we got no status here. Bye! Yeah, but they usually they would take them. their shoes with them. <laughs> and would have robbed Creole. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The nearest thing that Barry can think of is that uh, they heard the commotion. They came out and either saw the killers uh, or saw that Creel was dead and instead of packing up, thought that they had no time. So Creel yeah. must have made some kind of sound or they or some kind of sound might have been made and they had to get out quickly. Uh, it's the only thing that Barry can come up with. He, he, yeah, yeah. That's kind of, uh -huh. kind of a mystery that's left. 
They'll just have to turn up as arch enemies later on. I've got no idea who they are. For all we exactly. know, there be people next to us while we're in the speed wagon. Just people we pitched up, picked up as hitchhikers. They can join that other three and there'll be in a gang of five then that's only roaming the place. All right. Well, I, I refuse to do this, to stop right now. I go down to see uh, Creole's body because <laughs> I had a phrase picked out from like the beginning for when okay. we were doing this and it's um, so melons root so beans, reap beans. You have sown violence and death. Reap it. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm determined to have said that to him at some point, okay. even though he's dead. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Um, actually, obviously, uh, to help Norton, we're going to have to kill Kang. Hmm. <laughs> no. Uh, okay. Okay. Now, here's what happens. Here's what happens. Uh, so you go down to say that, right? So mm-hmm. they take you to where the body is. Um, it's missing, is it? Uh, uh, <laughs> I wondered. Yeah. I was thinking, <laughs> hey, maybe you'll get up again. But no, doesn't matter. The guy's long dead, so there's no animating force there. But nope. <laughs> Body's gone missing. Body, yeah. Body is missing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So what happened was that Creo actually ate the other two. And <laughs> awesome, right? <laughs> yep. Well, we know Eddie didn't do it. <clears throat> he didn't eat the two. This yes. time. One thing Eddie's not guilty of. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We watched Eddie's stool movements for the next few days just to check. <laughs> <laughs> and the worst part of it all is we were tied lost an axe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what we can do about that. But gained a mate. <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, two two experience for this. Uh, there wasn't okay. a lot of things going around, uh, and and thank you for calling for that that extra part there because it made me look at my notes because I forgot about this. Uh, Creo was cursed by one of the Hoodoo men, uh, and it yeah, wasn't, I, uh, yeah, it wasn't the it wasn't the demon's power. So yes, he did rise. Uh, but oh. he's just a mindless zombie. He wasn't all like super powerful like he was going to be in the. Uh, the actual module <laughs> so because that power is gone. Zombie. Yeah, he's just a mindless zombie, so they'll find him in the next day or two and take him down. You know, it's <laughs> wow. That will, I mean, that adds uh, weight to Camden's story. Yep, yes, it that. does. Awesome. Well, we resolved that matter now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, what actually happens with that with with Carol being murdered? What happens to that part of the? Uh... Obviously, he can't be there to press charges anymore. So, do they just fall so through? So, they ju- they drops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, there's no, there's no okay. family. There's no family there's, alive. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Everything's wrapped up with absolutely no loose ends whatsoever. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, young, when's the wedding? <laughs> I. What are you talking? <laughs> oh, and with that, we will stop the recording. We'll stop this. Night, everybody. Night. Night. Music in this podcast was created by Kevin McLeod. More great music can be found at his website at incompetech.com. If you enjoy the show, we would love to hear from you. 
find links to our public forums, the software that we use, and other information at our homepage at bluemagic.com. That's B-L-U-M-A-G-I-K. Reviews on iTunes, recommends at rpgpodcasts.com, and email to steamstealmurder at gmail.com are also appreciated. Thank you for listening.